You're now tuned into Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. What up, what up, what up, world? This is the Oddcast. I'm your host, Steels the Great. Waiting for my co-host, Ali Vegas, you know, to make it in. He's on his way. But tonight, we're going to have a special episode, man. Um, We're going to have a few guests come in, and we're going to talk about some things that's relevant in our communities. We're definitely going to talk about prison reform. We're going to talk about modern-day slavery that goes on in the prison system. We're going to talk about some of the current events that's happening right now. You know, the hot topic is Dwayne Wade and, you know, Letting his 12-year-old son dictate to him, you know, what he wants to be in life. You know, just touch on it. I don't really like to talk about kids that much, but just the the parental perspective of that. And we'll also talk about, you know, the recent death of yet another young black man in the hip-hop community, Pop Smoke, which took place in California. You know, so we just want to get you guys' opinions. Don't forget the number to call in. It's 516-206-0711. If you're not listening to us live on the internet at uh, barsandhoopsradio.com, you can download the app in your local Android or Apple Store market. So, without any further ado, I'd like our guest to introduce himself to the people that are actually listening right now. Uh, Good evening, good evening, uh, uh, the audience that are listening. My name is uh, Brother Ron Stewart. I'm I'm, I'm from out of Coney Island, Mm -hmm. born and raised. Still live there. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm proud to live there, even though there's a lot of things that's happening out there, positive and negative. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, good to be here to share some of my thoughts. I don't know everything, but I know something. Yes, sir. And uh, I would just like to share them uh, with those of you who are listening. Mm -hmm. And I know you got a wealth of knowledge, man. Like you said, you've been in Coney Island for a very long time. Um, And what is it exactly that you actually... um, doing Coney Island? Well, for about uh, 25 years, I was a parole officer in Brownsville, a New York State parole officer, and you know what they say about Brownsville, they never Never ran, ran, never never will. will. They mean that. They mean that. Yes. And uh, uh, after retiring, I I came to to conclusion that I had to do something uh, instead of violating these guys to try to guide them so they wouldn't end up in prison again. So I'm currently a coordinator with a group in Coney Island called the uh, Coney Island Anti-Violence Collaborative. We okay. have a, a unit called the Step Up Unit, and okay. we go throughout the street. We're on the ground. We talk to the young brothers on the street. Okay. Winter, summer, spring, fall, we're out there walking the streets at night, afternoon, trying to uh, convince these brothers to uh, and sisters uh, and to bring light to the community that gun violence is not normal, yes. that we have to live in peace, and that we can do better things with our life. Mm. And how long have you been doing this? Uh, approximately seven years. Seven years? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what has the response been from the community? Well, what we do is we have academies, we uh-huh. have training programs, uh-huh. we have discussions, we have seminars all centered around anti-violence. And uh, we were able to get some of the brothers to give their guns up, Wow. Uh, direct them to uh, 
programs. Uh, some of them get them to uh, connect with their children. A mm -hmm. lot of them have children. Yes. And um, we were able to get them to um, uh, go get into training programs and uh, job development and continue their education, nice. uh, which is something that uh, many of them um, didn't do. But we still have gun violence. And wow. just uh, about a month ago, we had two shootings. A young 16-year-old young brothers were shot by some other young brothers. And it's a beef that's going on. It's, it's, uh, it's unnecessary. It, mm -hmm. it has no substance to it. Mm -hmm. It's just that these brothers are angry, misguided, and uh, misplaced. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And before we continue on, we do have our brother Edwin Freeman who walked into the building. Edwin, grab a microphone for those on the Facebook Live. You see what's going on in the building. And, and brother, please introduce yourself. Good afternoon. Jones. Good evening. My name is Keston Jones. Keston Jones. Yes, good to be here. Good to be here. Okay, Keston Jones, what do you bring to the table, my brother? Please let us know who you are. Let our listeners know. Who you are. You're on candid camera right now. Yes, sir. Oh, man, way to put me on the spot. Man. It's an absolute, <laughs> absolute pleasure to be here today, man. Um, Thank you for being here. In terms of what I bring to the table, I, I think I bring a point of view, a perspective that mm -hmm. um, is shared by many of us. But oftentimes we lack the ability to speak about it in, in a comprehensive way. Got you. So um, in terms of the work that I do, I'm, um, I, I run a nonprofit called The Farm. Um, the farm stands for the foundation for the advancement and rehabilitation of the marginalized. So in looking at my community as a farm, knowing that we need to plant seeds, we need to fertilize the ground, we need to um, put into our community what in many cases they've taken out. Um, and, mm, and before you continue, what, what, where exactly are you from and where, where is this nonprofit located? Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn, man. Oh, okay, <laughs> Brooklyn's in the building tonight, man. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, okay. um, Crown Heights. Um, raised in Crown Heights, I originally from Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, came Trinidad, up here, man! Yeah, My came family up here too. I was when I was young, so um, it's a lot of like intersections in terms of the work that I do. Okay. And when I say that is, um, I'm able to understand what it what it means to be a young brother in the community, single parent household, um, involved in the criminal injustice system. Um, you know, came home really changed my focus changed my life and I'm, I'm, I'm giving back in a comprehensive way um, so you know I don't want to give too much away but I'm sure there's opportunities for us to talk further about it oh, definitely. But I'm, I'm really I'm really proud and I say that proud because sometimes we got to pat ourselves on the back yes sir and I'm proud that I was able to you know go through what I went through and you know catch myself you mm -hmm. know some brothers they're you know, for a number of reasons, mm -hmm. don't catch themselves. Yes. And, you know, in my community, when some of us stumble, you know, the system is unforgiving. You know, in other communities, little Timmy tear down a goalpost or, you know, get drunk and drive or whatever. Yeah. Police officers come and they're like, yeah, man, this is this is normal kid stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. our communities, they immediately label us, yeah. put these tags on this and it's somehow, um, at times, you know, it, it, it creates this this imbalance and it, it has us stumbling throughout our lives. And if we're not able to really focus, mm -hmm. and part of focusing is just being around like-minded individuals, being around some of the OGs you oh, know, yeah. who can really share some of the knowledge. And, you know, I like to give all credit to some of these OGs because oh. they saw something in me mm -hmm. and they said, yo, listen, you not you not, nah, you're not going to hang out with them dudes. Come yeah. over here. Let me talk to you. And, um, you know, I really, really appreciate them investing in me. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing right now for the community. So, 
Man, listen, well, it's, it's definitely appreciated. It's definitely needed, especially in our communities, man, because as me and uh, the gentleman right here was talking about earlier, man, gun violence is rampant in our communities no matter what borough you're from. You know what I mean? As we see, we lost another young brother in California, yeah. Pop Smoke, you know, yeah. who is from Brooklyn. You know what I mean? He wasn't representing himself in the right light at times, but, yeah. you know, nobody deserves to lose their life. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's amazing because I have, I have something that's recent about that, uh-huh. but I, wanna, I don't want to kind of get into that right now, but uh-huh. I'll, I'll, I'll share... Um, something about that that happened to me, I would say, less than an hour ago. Um, about that conversation and and me bringing it up as a man of color yes. and how I felt about it when yeah. it happened, yeah. and and how saddened I am as a result of the conversation that I had um, with with these with these brothers who didn't necessarily see it that way. So you know, we got a lot of work to do. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And without any further ado, my brother Edwin. You know, I was just telling him yeah. that we went to school together. Yeah. Like he was like, in Brooklyn? I was like, nah, well, nah man, we go to elementary school. Yeah. So, I mean, I was born in Brooklyn, but Queens raised. I've been yes. here since a baby. Yes. Since like 79. Yes. You know, most yeah. of my family migrated here uh-huh. for what they, you know, they left Brownville uh-huh. and came out here for what they thought was a better life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, right. You know, but it was the same thing going on. I ain't got to tell you, but yeah. different environment. Yeah. And just piggybacking over what they were saying, though, because you already know from young, we seen, we seen it lost a lot in our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, nah, you know, that's a from fact. Young, we've yeah. seen it, you know, yeah. and um, but at the same time, like people who ask, you know, type of community we come from, like St. Albans, Southeastern Queens, but it's a historic, um, black community though. So you got your, you know, middle class, you got your everything from uh, attorneys, doctors, uh, transit workers, mailmen, post, you know, school teachers, but then at the same time, that destructive element was present too. So exactly. we always had to. You know, exactly. It was just like you know, was yeah. where you want to go. But we had, I guess, you know, we came up in a good time though. So oh, we yeah. had, you know, like we seen a lot, but we had good role models oh, in the school sure. we went to. PS oh. fifteen. That's not a. I didn't know. Like years later, a friend of mine was like running, and he was like, "I'm trying to get my daughter in the school." Uh-huh. He was getting paper work and running around. Uh-huh. And like, yeah, this school is real, real good school, uh-huh. and uh, so you know, he was running crazy. So then. I'm like, yo, what school you trying to get your daughter in? Mm-hmm. He like PS15, Jackie Robinson School. That's my school. I'm like, oh, he like what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like my older sister. Like we all went there. My right. younger, I'm like, I went there from from um, kindergarten and fifth grade, yeah, and then exactly. 59 down yeah. the block. Yeah, you know. yeah 59 wow. was a little different. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's when we really started learning yeah. a little bit about oh, life. Oh man, you know? by the time I got to high school. Yeah. I, you know, I went to Hillcrest High School, but yeah. by, by the time I got there, it was like older dudes. I'm like, Shh, I just survived 59, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, y'all crazy. Yeah, so listen, much, man. man. We learned so yeah, much from the community, you know. man. Yeah. Good and bad. Good and bad. Good and bad. You know, yeah, you know. and it shaped us into the positive we are, man yeah, that we yeah. are today. You yeah. know what I mean? But as you said, St. Albans, a lot of people don't even realize, like, St. Albans was the place where, like, most of the entertainers came. Yeah, Jackie yeah. Robinson, uh-huh. Joe Lewis, yeah. Ella Fitzgerald, oh, yeah. Kane Brown. Like, they James got the mural. Yeah, yeah, up there. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. So, it's a prominent yeah, community. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, yeah. So, just, I mean, we yeah. seen a lot, though. Yeah, we <laughs> definitely know, seen a we, lot. You know, I, I, you know, I figured that out. I learned that later on, but yeah. being in it. 
Oh you know, yeah, yeah like, for sure. <laughs> yeah, nah, man, it's you a know, blessing, so. man. It's a blessing yeah, yeah, that we're here. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people not, yeah, not real talk. Yeah, yeah that's true. Because we could have went down a path that a lot of people that we yeah, knew and grew there. up with. We were, yeah, it was and right. You know, as you said, you were in the correction system. Yeah, and you seen people Seems come and go. Yes, you know what I mean. And that was always something that I never wanted. My mother, who's from my family's West Indian descent, Trinidad and Tobago as well. And I always said that I never wanted to have them go through Do that. Yeah. Coming to see me and then leaving me there knowing that I'm not coming home with them because I've been through just about every jail yeah. in New York State to see friends, you know, that have yeah. been gone for multiple years, you know, for a long time. But um without any further ado, man, modern day slavery. Mm-hmm. Please, man, enlighten the people on that project that All you right. guys are working on. And, uh, so, Modern about? Day Slavery is uh, it's a documentary film that I um, produced and directed. Uh-huh. And um, basically, what it explores the racial disparities of, uh, you know, with blacks and Latinos in the criminal justice system. Mm. How we are like a minority in this country, mm-hmm. where we make a majority of the criminal justice system, but also how, you know, corporations exploit, you know, exploit, you know, yeah. blacks and Latinos that's in there. So, it's, you know, slave wages. They get these million billion dollar contracts and paying brothers pennies on a yeah. on the out, you know, on a dime yeah. to work. And um, just you know, digging into that, you know, we do you know some st- statistics. Uh, I got the brother Ronald Stewart, who's a retired uh, New York State parole officer. Mm-hmm. He's in there, you know, giving us his experience. Mm-hmm. We got the brother here who's you know very active in the community as well as in you know the jails mm-hmm. and. Um, you do a lot of work on Rikers Island, also the youth. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's where I just come from. Horizon. Yeah, he got to get ahead. So, you know, I just, just like you said, visiting, even when you visit, even when yeah. I visit, it's like you, if for that time you yeah. in jail. And yeah. it's like, it's real gloomy. And yeah. it's just like, you just, yeah, it's like you in a... It's like black hole or something. Yeah, you come out, you got to just know, I literally just came from here, from, from Rikers to this particular, um, to this part, you know, to do this interview right now. So and I appreciate um, it's that. It's still fresh with me. Yeah. Um, but one of the things it does, it keeps me, you know, just, it keeps me, keeps it foremost on my mind, you know, what's happening. You know, going yeah. back to see these brothers who, in some cases, like, they didn't receive the... They didn't receive the information that they needed to, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the steps that they've taken. Um, some of them believe that it's an eventual path, an eventual like reality for them to be caught up in the system. And in some cases, it's glorified. You know, it's not. I mean, what do you mean that you volunteered to, you know, be incarcerated and not be able to go where you want, not be able to eat? Gee, today I was talking to one of the brothers. I was like, listen, man, we, we was watching. Um, he was watching a TV show and I was uh-huh. in there talking to him and they had vacations and, you know, people on cruises. And I was like, yo, have you ever <laughs> been on a cruise? He said and no. he was like, no, I said, yo, I just I went on a cruise, you know, about three months ago. Wow. I said, it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. All you can yeah. eat. Yeah. I oh, said, you going, I said, you meet so many people. Yeah. And he was looking at me like, wow. Yeah. And I'm like, you probably had enough they money. They cleaned up your room for you. Yeah. Like, it was like, like, yeah. I said, you probably had enough opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, to Enjoy the finer things in life and, and whatever, yeah. and you you, you thought that this was what, what it was, was supposed to be, you know. So going back to what I was saying earlier about about Pop Smoke and what happened with him, and it's unfortunate. You know, yeah. you mentioned you alluded to that maybe some of his imagery and messaging wasn't necessarily, um, you know, empowering our community. And I'm I'm one of those folks that 
you know, I do. You know, the beat is nice. You know, you listen to it and yeah. you get caught up with yeah, it. But yeah. I and, and you know, it's it's amazing how I believe these record companies are utilizing us to continue to one one profit off of us, but they're using our African beats. Yeah. And in uh-huh. many cases, we use those beats to spread positive uh-huh. information. We use those beats, you know, when we was in Africa to like spread information about tribes and about this, about that. Yeah. And now we're using these beats to talk about killing each other and all these other things. You know, and I'm I'm driving in my car and I'm hearing the music and I'm like, yeah, and you know, get that. I'm like, yeah, oh, we God. do, yeah, we do it too. And I'm yeah, and I got know. some intellect and I'm yeah, like, yeah. imagine a kid who doesn't have that. You know, who doesn't have that. So yeah. I, I'm saying, <laughs> so I'm talking to the young brothers and I'm like, damn, it's unfortunate what happened to this this guy, man. And they was like, what? F that, f him. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. he deserved oh, it. Oh, and I'm like, that's gang culture. Yeah, gang culture, and it's gang culture. So that's true. It kind of really just. I was deflated for a second, but in knowing and working on Rikers Island, it's heavily gang culture. Oh, for sure. You know, it's yeah. heavily, mm-hmm. you know, like certain house kids can't go to certain housing no. units, you know, because this is a crip house, this is a blood house, this yeah. is a folk house, yeah. this is a Latin King house. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is what happened, and I, I brought this up, like, you know, they, I'm thinking, like, you know, this is a young black brother. These guys are gonna be like, ah, oh, man, yeah, that's unfortunate. Oh, he was God. about to. You know, become a, a famous entertainer. They was like, "F that." Yeah, he's on his way. And I, Man. you know, I, ha- I had to really step back, and I told myself, I said, "I'm gonna, I'm not gonna pursue this conversation in the way that I would like to because they're not there yet." Oh yeah, no. You know, you got these guys that are, you know, going to chow and having to worry about being cut and being uh, attacked because of of gang gang affiliation. You know, I come in there, you know, a snapshot out of the day, mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to like, you know, just. Oh, you guys need to drop all of that in. So I I realized that we have to do work on many fronts. And the cure violence work and the community work and all the work that we do, including the work that I primarily do with fatherhood um, and families and things like that. That's that's one of my primary drivers um, that I do because I understand that fathers not being in the family, in our families, has devastating, devastating results. And this is why we... I'm sorry. No, well, all of us... um, I'm sure had uh, um, experience with uh, not having a father, not being, I mean, having a father there and sometimes not having a father. Yes. And um, all of us have had, that sitting at these microphones, some kind of experience growing up. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure brother knows the brothers from SOS out there Mm -hmm. in Crown Heights, Mm -hmm. which I've worked with. That's that's another cure violence organization. But anyway, uh, as a parole officer and those in the audience don't know what a parole officer is, that's the person that you come to after you did one and a half to three or uh, 15 yeah. uh, to 25. Yeah, and you come home, that's right. the person you have to see, yeah. make sure you are keeping your curfew, yeah. making sure you have a job, yes. making sure you're not hanging out with the same cats you were hanging out before you got arrested, <laughs> um, making sure that you're doing everything that your conditions uh, tell you to do. And um, so I, I just wanted to say I was arrested before. Uh, I was in jail. I was at three, uh, three. What is that? Three seventy-five Atlantic Avenue, which is the uh, Brooklyn jail. Yeah, 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 I was never convicted. That's what happened. And uh, and when I think about uh, what the brother has just said about Pop Smoke and the response that he got, it makes me feel. And all the conversations that I had over the twenty-five years. At one point, I had like 125 case cases of people on parole, men uh, and women, and uh, their their uh, attitude was always, "Nobody care about me." 
He would tell me, Mr. Stewart, I don't care about no one. No one cared about me. I'm from the Ville. I do what I have to do to survive. And I said, well, you got to take care of yourself first. Yeah. But the level of value for their lives is not there. Yeah. So, yeah. so from, yeah. Your, from you guys' experience in the work that you're doing, what do you feel is really needed? Because me, I'm, I'm, I'm just starting to get into the nonprofit world and I'm conducting basketball tournaments, trying to channel that en- energy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because we all... Growing up, new guys that were hella talented in basketball, yeah. Yeah. but just took the wrong path and they ended up not making the best out of themselves in that career. What is it that can be done to kind of like channel some of this energy that these guys have, in your opinions? Well, I like to say this first. Uh, when you ask all of them, all the guys that you come in contact with, yeah. if you ask them, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh huh. They were saying, man, I wanted to be a doctor, I wanted to be a fireman, I wanted to be an NBA player, yeah. I wanted to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. They had real dreams and aspirations. That's natural. All of us had those things. Yeah. So what happened between that time and the time that they grew up and now they're either gang members or they're dope fiends or, 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 or stick-up kids or thugs? Something happened. Something short-circuited their aspirations and dreams. Yeah. So, if, so what we have to do we have to tap into that because that I, those ideas, those dreams are still there. Yeah. But they feel that they don't have the real opportunity now because no one cares about them. So I think what we can do uh, and the things that all of us that are sitting here is trying to reach them and reach down into their uh, desires and show them, man, you can do something other than this. Yeah. Some of the guys used to come on for road. I said, what, what, you, what is your plans, man? Do you have a plan? He said, well, I want to get some Tims, you understand, Mr. Stewart? Get me, you know, get me some fronts and, you know, chill. I said, I wow. said, man, I said, that's all right. But I said, that. man, you got to have a plan because if you don't, that correction officer that you left, and they always tell me that they tell him, you're going to be back. You, you'll be back. See this cell here? Wow. That's your cell. And mm-hmm. nine out of ten, they go back because wow. they have no plan. So we have to give them that plan and help them navigate and be able to aspire into those uh, plans that they desire. Do wow. programming. We might have to do it through basketball as a, as a bait. Yeah. We might have to do it through uh, rap music yes. and, mm-hmm. and entertainment because that's what they, we live in a visualized environment yes. and, and culture now. Yeah. So a lot of them see that. I watch Pop Smoke's uh, video. I, I wasn't too happy what I saw, man. Yeah. Uh, but as the brother earlier said, no one has a right to take anybody's life. Mm-hmm. He had he had to have a chance to develop. Who knows what he was doing? That's what I was been, saying. You know? He was young. He was yeah. just turned 20, 20 so who knew no, what he could have been 20 baby. years from now. Yeah. yeah. He so wasn't even legal. Prematurely taken out. Yeah. yeah so. man. And he was clearly doing all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What he was doing, you mean in the video? Drinking, smoking, <laughs> all, all that. 20 years yeah. old. Oh, and like 20. you said, you said the record labels are pushing this, you know yeah. what I mean? Pushing this poison yeah, to y'all. our kids. And 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 again, I want to thank you, gentlemen, for coming here because this is this is the reason why we created this platform. Me, myself, and my co co-host Ali Vegas. He is running late. If he is listening, he is coming from Florida, so I'll give him a pass. He said he was coming straight from Disney World here with his family. He was there all week with his family. But he is here. Yeah. But he brought this idea of creating this platform. We called it the Oddcast. First, it was called Fatherisms, and the reason why is because a lot of these men that we're talking about probably didn't have a father finger or somebody that they can look up to to kind of help guide them through life. And they ended up getting themselves caught up 
in the system. So we kind of created this platform to give people helpful advice that can probably help them get through whatever it is that they are challenges, which are challenges in their lives. So again, I appreciate you guys coming and sharing your knowledge well, with well, us. Here I, I definitely appreciate um, Edwin um, for even considering us, and I'm sure you feel the same way to oh, be a part sure. of this um, this documentary. You know, you ask yes. what can we do. Mm-hmm. Part of what we can do is we can elevate our voices through media. Yeah. Um, because what we're seeing is we're seeing exactly. media being used as a tool against us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what we haven't become is we haven't become savvy in utilizing our strength. Yeah. Our you know we see videos and we share it and we like it we joke yeah. about it it's a meme it's a this yeah. and we have just the same ability to share something seeing a positive father or a positive youth or something like that and we don't do it with the same frequency. No, so uh, well, I believe that you know this documentary modern day slavery mm-hmm. is is an opportunity for us to continue to spread the word about the importance of recognizing what is happening in our community mm-hmm. how we've been duped. You know, I, I look at it in line with with with, with thirteen. Yes, in line with you know in 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 in, uh, in that documentary yeah. and um, Michelle Alexander and so on and so forth. Yeah. This is continually saying that this is what's happening, and if we don't wake up to the reality, then we're gonna get left behind. Yes. you know, part of my hats I wear a number of hats. I usually like to wear hats, um, <laughs> but I wear another. In addition to being um, executive director, I also run um, two programs for a large nonprofit as well. And, you know, so I work with hundreds and hundreds of, 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 of families. I'm also a professor. Um, you know, I teach at uh, two universities. Um, I'm also a Ph.D. student. Um, I'm about to be Dr. Jones. And, and I say all that to say that I'm an example. I'm an example of, you know, don't let adversity stop you from doing what you need to do. I'm an adversity. I'm, I'm an example of, you know, utilizing our voice. You know, in, in, in the same way Pop Smoke came and he created all those catchy hooks and yeah. we can use our creative juices to create yes. program yeah. to create, you know, um, you know, examples for our youth to really be empowered by this work that we do. We yeah. can we can do it in the same way. Yeah. But we don't. And what is stopping us? And I think part of what's stopping us is the self hatred that we have for ourselves. Oh, and, 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 and these are things that oh, we yeah. don't talk about. We don't talk yes. about how slavery, how it, di- what what it did to us. Yeah. We don't talk about how they use their ability to spread media about the nigger or the lazy black man and this black man and mm-hmm. so on and so forth until we started to believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, because they spread that about us. Yes. You know, they yeah. we, we was we was picking cottons for hundreds of years, and we was working sun up to sundown until our bones, you know, our arms, the the, the, the muscle fell off our bone. I, yeah. You know, because we was working so hard. Yeah. And as yeah. soon as quote unquote we was free, <laughs> all of a sudden we lazy. Right. <laughs> all of a sudden we can't work no more. All of a sudden <laughs> something wrong with us. Yeah. You know, and it's like this is. But they use that, and then we started to believe that. Yeah. And and the problem is, man was separated from woman. Yeah. And as a result of this separation, mm-hmm. where, where whether it's the, the when we talk about the war on poverty, mm-hmm. war on drugs, yeah. we could talk about the, these various movements that have been a lot stronger than our movements. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about the civil rights movement that was very strong, and then yeah. it was squashed by the feminist movement in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. We could talk about that, yeah. but a lot of times we don't want to talk about it because people who are not from our community are like, "Oh no, don't talk about oh. that," and we get scared. But we need to start talking about this because yeah. this is what's this is what happened to our community and this yeah. is why in a lot of ways you know we don't like each other yeah you know this yeah. this 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 notion that your father ain't shit or this notion that you know he's a deadbeat so the male child starts to look down on yeah. other males yeah. and that's why it's easy for that person which more than likely was a person of color yeah. 
It's our deep dark secret. We want to get all up in arms when white folks kill us. Oh my God! <laughs> How dare the cops? <laughs> we marching, what? We what marching crazy. Yeah. You know, he called me a nigga. Oh. Yeah. Meanwhile, we doing it every Tavon is killing Kareem yeah. every day in this country. That's right. Yeah. Twenty thousand bullet holes in his head, and we don't have the same outcry. Just on that note, um, I remember it was years ago. But I visited like Florida, I had family in like Jacksonville. Yeah. And I was talking with some people. I was like, Ooh, I was like maybe I was a teenager then. Yeah. 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 It's crazy there too. Oh, I was in like the little night. It's like a little military. So it was like where okay. I was at. Where I, you know, it was I. Right. Yeah. But anyway, but I was talking with some of the you know, the kids there, and you know they were just running off like, yeah, I remember I went to school with so and so, and they got killed. It was like maybe one or two, but the rest were like do- doctors or. You know, mm-hmm. but you know they started talking about people they knew that died, and mm-hmm. then I, you know, when it was for me to try, I started running. I'm like, they just got quiet and was looking at me like. But that's when I realized yeah. that's like the first time I realized that, yo, like that's not normal, bro. Yeah. We yeah. become desensitized to oh. it because we in it. When you step out of it and look at it objectively, you know what I mean? Then you can see it for what it is. Like yeah. that's not normal. No. But we yeah. think it is. Yeah. 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 Yes. It's, it's yeah. scary. The greatest knowledge is the knowledge of self. Yeah. Say it again. Yeah, the greatest knowledge is the knowledge of self. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the last year that I was still working as a parole officer, uh-huh. I was on Herkimer in Saratoga. It was like Ooh. 6 in the morning. We were out there, you know, searching for <laughs> some of the brothers. Oh, it's right there. The it's that. It's oh, yeah. yeah, Herkimer. And, <laughs> and, and yeah. there was a crowd of young children standing right there in the corner, and there was a, a body of a young black boy uh, in front of a bodega shot in the head. Mm, and uh, wow. so we got out of the car, and I said, I said, what? I said, what happened? What happened here? Oh, and a young girl said, oh, that's Tone. He got shot. I mean, she said it so nonchalant. Desensitized. Desensitized. It was normal. And I said to myself right then, I said, when I get out of here, I'm going to work towards making sure that our children understand these kind of things are not normal and perpetuating that in the community because... As the doctor, or the almost a doctor, said, "Black Lightning." That's Black what I'm Lightning. Black Lightning. He's yeah. superhero. Yeah. Uh, we hate ourselves. Yes, mm-hmm. and that hate is perpetuated continuously yeah. in the movies, mm-hmm. in the television, in mm-hmm. the music. Yeah. Uh, you know, you would hear, you hear brothers say all the time, "Man, I kill a nigga in a minute." Oh yeah. I never heard you say you kill somebody else. No, they ain't gonna do that. You know, yeah. where does that come from? Yeah. So it, it's about having the knowledge of yourself and feeling good about who you are, yeah. and that has to be taught. In the school, we have to reclaim our young people. I see when I walk down the street, yeah. I have a distinction where I live at in Coney Island, yeah. mm-hmm. and you had Stefan out there, you had Stevenson, Jamel, you had uh, Telfair. Yep. When I walk down the street, you know what they say? Oh, here come Brother Ron, put away your stuff, put away your stuff. Yeah, yeah, respect. Yeah. Not that they, they afraid of me, they and I'm not afraid you. of them, no, they but they respect you. me because I treat them. And I don't you look down on them. I, you know, I don't walk past them. Yeah. And that's what's a lot of. Uh, that's one of the other things that's missing. That our older, our OGs or whatever you want to go out yeah. are scared of our children. Scared. No, these are our children. children. They yes. didn't fall out of the sky. They didn't come from outer space. These are our babies. My we generation right. failed them. Right. Oh yeah, we, we failed. Them. We failed them. Okay. We failed. Oh, we screwed up. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. and this was a conversation that we had um, last week. Whereas. A lot of these kids look at the working man as a sucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's actually going out and making an honest day's living, mm-hmm. putting food on the table. But on the other hand, the neighborhood will gravitate more to the guy that came home from a five-year mm-hmm. bid, mm-hmm. ten-year bid. That's right. And big him up in a light. I saw that. 
You know what I mean? Like, we got things so twisted and backwards in the community. And it's like, why is it that way? Well, I I think part of it is because we breed outlaws. And I, I say that in the same way that I liken it to... You know, we talk about the Taliban and we talk about all this. And I'm not yeah. saying this is just yeah. an example of gotcha. that where you have the U.S. government. They'll go over to Iraq and they'll say that we're here to free the Iraqi people. Right. Yeah. And then they'll drop a bomb and kill 500 c- uh, civilians yes. in, in, yeah. in Iraq and they say that they're here to they free the Iraqi people. Damage. And then yeah. rather For than sure. say that these are yeah. c- civilians, yeah. Yeah. they'll say they're collateral, collateral damage, damage. Collateral. to desensitize yeah. us. Mm-hmm. from knowing that they're actually killing people. Oh, yeah. So meanwhile, the people in Iraq is starting to look at us yeah. like we're the problem. Yeah. We're the problem. So they breed this this hate, this hate yeah. for U.S. Mm-hmm. And it's the yeah. same way in our communities where when we were kids, we all wanted to be the police officer. Oh, yeah. Nobody wanted to be the robber. That's yeah. well, I mean, you had those once individuals yeah. that, but nobody wanted to be the robber. We <laughs> all watched that. them. But by the time we reached 7, 8, 9, and we started seeing that the cop was actually killing us and locking yeah. us up and punching us and kicking us and whatever, yeah. we started to have a hatred. For law enforcement We had a right. hatred For these systems Because we saw to see in Live and direct racism oh, We saw sure. to see The difference between You know when, when when Timmy did something You know He didn't get punished But we got called This that And shut up And grabbed And thrown against mm-hmm. the wall yeah. Or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be yeah. We would both fight Timmy would fight I would fight But they grabbed me A little harder yeah. And by the time you reach 8, 9, 10 or whatever You start to really see it for yourself In addition to what you heard mm-hmm. So rather than look at law enforcement And look at you know all these, these systems As something that's helping us yeah. We looked against it yeah. And we didn't mm-hmm. want to we, we, When we got older We didn't want to be like that mm-hmm. We didn't want to be the cops no more We didn't want to mm-hmm. be those individuals yeah. So right. this is what's cre- we're, we're, we're breeding outlaws yeah. Based on how they're treating us yeah. And that's why you know When somebody kills us in our community A lot of times we don't say anything Oh, yeah, I'm just say about anything. to get to that. We Everybody's don't. so big on this not snitching thing. Like the first thing that you, the first people that you're gonna call if something happens to your mother, your grandmother yeah. is the police. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't get it. Like yeah. I don't get it. And they don't even know like like what is snitching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I always thought like if you did a crime with somebody and I get like if I did something with y'all, I get caught. Y'all get away, and then tomorrow morning they knock yeah, on your door. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. If you but if you ain't living if it ain't like that, you just a law abiding citizen. Yeah. Somebody break into your house, like you said, do something to your mother, like what you gonna do? Yeah. Risk it all and do what? Exactly. Good or you gonna let them people do what they do. Exactly. That's what they do. So you gotta know what you're dealing with first yeah. and foremost. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. And then you know yeah. you doing nice. it's, it's man. It's so crazy, yeah, it's man. It's, just, you know, it's, yeah. it's really deep, man. Systematically, man, like our kids' brains are so program now because of what they see on TV but I, I think also when we were kids now I'm 41 so um, you know we're in same, pretty much in the same area. same area yeah. what have you but we kind of we valued elders we kind of like yeah, when, when elders talked to us when, when I was a kid we would listen, listen. Yeah. and and it's something happened within the last 20 years where blind started leading the blind more and it had a lot to do with social media. You got kids 16, Definitely 17 with 5 media. million followers. Yeah. You know, and parents who are older don't understand how social media works and doesn't right. understand how <clears throat> that influences so many minds. The attention yeah. economy. Yeah. So, so that's what so, it's all about now. So this is what's happening. And I think that, for me, a lot of it started to change when 
you know, we started seeing parents be locked up for disciplining their children. Yeah, you know, and and, and, and kids and kids and and kids started like what? you know not respecting adults because yeah. they were other people saying, well, if your parents talk to you wrong or whatever the case yeah. may be, you know, we'll we'll take care of them. Uh-huh. And and there started being a separation Put of generations. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, when I was growing up, you know, like we wasn't. I wasn't worrying about. If I did something wrong with the police or what they gonna do, I was yeah. worrying about <laughs> my balls. Exactly. Or, even more so, like you know, we'd be exactly. out around the way. Yeah. We didn't want the neighbors or the teacher or none of that to see because they'd check us and then they gonna tell moms and them and we gonna get in trouble again. Yeah, exactly. So it was like that. Yeah. Now parents don't. They're yeah. like they they they're afraid. So yeah, I've, afraid. I've seen the kids the say, "Keep yeah. talking to me. I'm gonna call my casework on you." Yeah, I've seen it. Crazy. I've seen it. Wow. This is the work that I. But do. then that's why they then they yeah. build the prisons though. Right. Yes. Now, now look at yeah. the the scenario. Look at the situation. Maybe 40, 50 years ago, there were five. There was a level of five things that influenced young people. First was the home. Yes. Second was the school. Third was the church. Fourth was television, and fifth was your friends on the street. You reverse that yeah, now. It's definitely reverse now. First thing is what your homeboy is doing. Yeah. Your friends is your influence. Your teachers, what's going on in the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next thing is television. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next thing is uh, maybe not not the church. Not the church. No, maybe the what the television, and then the next thing is. Your your church no not even the church the church is yeah, out now yeah, they yeah, don't even, they don't your even, parents yeah. are the last influence yeah. Yeah. because they find out from most of these young people what's going on from someone else well, you not, could put yeah you could put social media in the place social of the church. media oh, yeah. the religion that's the church that's the church yeah, yeah, everything yeah, that's is reversed yeah so that's, that's why we have to, we have to talk yes. to our children we have to talk to them constantly set up programs is even if you did something on Saturday yeah. I had a, a young group some uh, some uh, years ago called um, men United for change mm-hmm. um, and I had they were from these these were the bad children considered the bad niggas in the school you yeah. know no one can handle they were throwing uh-huh. chairs yeah, yeah, and the man, principal yeah. which was uh, Stephon Marbury's sister-in-law she was the principal of the school so she said brother ronald would you come in and help me deal with them so we would get them um on uh every day after school and we would set up little classroom session and these were the ones that no one wanted to deal with i had one little boy miss marbury showed me a a picture that he drew he drew his picture of his pregnant mother who was i guess another baby and he had a gun pointing at the mother's stomach so she said what is and this? Now we get angry. Into issues. What? He's yes. angry that another child is coming in. Is going to push him out of the way. Wow. And all these other brothers. He had about six, six or seven other brothers and sisters by different men in the house. Oh, of course. Man. So exactly. he's looking at this here. Now here's someone else that's going to come in and push me out the way. So we had to deal. So I told. I said we're going to work with him, but he has to get some special. Uh, uh, counseling Yeah He got something that's Deep in him Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. He, he so, expressed it right there For you Yeah that's it right now, You don't If you can't you see that, that. Day, Then Right That's ridiculous Yeah, yeah. man but, but, but part of that Special counseling and, and, and that's why for me I strive so hard To be that academic Because a lot of times If you're not This academic Or you're not Someone who has This this knowledge Right They won't let us Near our children That's right Yeah And I, I'm serious Like yeah. when we talk about The work that you're doing um, the, the, we coined it Credible messages 
individuals that may have Incredible, fell down and got Gosh. back up and, and, and they have credibility within these, these schools and these kids. But a lot of times we can't even get near these kids mm -hmm. until they mess up, until they're in juvenile. And then they say, okay, now you can talk with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when it's already too when late. When it's already too yeah, late. Right. They say, now you can yeah. talk. We, we want to talk to them. To, we talk to them when they're seven, when they're four, eight, when they're four, nine. Four. So they can really hear this, mm -hmm. especially our young boys. Yes. Our young boys are not really equipped with the tools and i say that as a college professor yeah, as yeah. who teach i don't I, I don't teach undergrad i teach graduate school courses so we're talking about master's level students yeah. and, and in my classes around. i got 15 16 students in every one of my classes and out of 15 16 students there's probably two men mm. so in the classroom they're being pushed along and i'm talking about out of the two one of them shouldn't even be in the class and this is respect, uh, respectfully saying no, I'm you. glad he's no. there But his writing It's no reason why he should have even gotten his undergrad degree Based yeah. on what happened So what is happening in high school Junior high school and so forth Before he gets to college pushing And, and he's trying So I pull him I pull him to the side I'm like listen bro Let me talk to you Um, Yo can, This is what you need to do to improve on this And this and that But That's big I, I only could do so much yeah. But for me as a man of color A professor of color who I'm the only black male professor in my school. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. Seeing in the class, I had one class this semester, all women in the class. Wow. Not one male in the class. Wow. So I'm 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 like, oh wow. God, I, I gotta I, I gotta get up. Don't get me wrong, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, part of me is like I wanna see yeah, people that yeah, look yeah. like me. Yeah, exactly. And we're not yeah. we're not seeing that. And and, and, wow. it, and it's a lot it's a lot of things that we're talking about, and that's why this 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 documentary, Modern Day Slavery, is very important because our young boys are being harvested like Florida oranges, man. Put, it's like you know they have they have this kind of this 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 assessment that you know Brownsville, you know in in ten years we're gonna get fifteen percent of them is gonna be in car like they already yeah, know they these know the statistics. Statistics. they yeah, know the statistics they, they, they got yeah. our communities on tables yeah, like yeah. you know what we're gonna do this quadrant we're gonna put some they some plan twenty years in advance anyway. and, and that's what they do and then it's generation they train their kids like that we yeah. live day by not even day by day but minute to minute we don't yeah. know what tomorrow gonna bring they twenty years ahead already yeah. Yeah, they already know right, the next twenty years and twenty that's like what they're doing, like um like by, like Jamaica Avenue, what they call yeah. downtown Jamaica. Yeah. I remember oh, twenty yeah, years ago, they was, but they was calling down like twenty years ago. They was having that conversation. Yeah, and it's yeah. there now. They building high rise, look like Manhattan. Oh yeah, no, yeah, man. but, gentrification is yeah, happening here now. Yeah, but what I'm saying is though, most of our people is lost. Yeah, they don't, don't even, even see know. what's going on. You know, they still don't. don't see it, and, and it's happening right in front of the. And it's so crazy, man, because a lot of our peers became law enforcement officers. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what Definitely. I mean? And that was supposed to be the solution. Like, a lot of us were supposed to go into the force now and then yeah, come back change. and make changes in yeah. our community. Because when I was younger, the police officers were a lot more friendlier. Like, they, were, yeah. they used were. to at least, they knew where you lived. Yeah, they like, did. Shout out to Shelby, my guy. Yeah. You know yeah, Shelby. We all grew up with Shelby. <laughs> he used to get in trouble all the time. All the time. All the time. Police knew where he lived. <laughs> they would come to his house, yeah. speak to his grandmother before they do anything to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nowadays, that, that relationship between happening. community yeah. and police is gone. You know what it's I mean? Gone. Even yeah. our peers are... And don't yeah, even talk to those guys, man. Like, yeah. they don't want to listen, man. Yeah. I'm locking them up the first chance I get. And I'm like, wow. Like... This is what it is now, you know. But I don't know, man. I, I I guess this is what leads us into this whole modern day slavery thing because these problems that we're facing in our communities will eventually have these kids end up in prison, 
doing cheap labor, like you said. Now, what are some of the companies that actually have things manufactured in jail? Like, because oh, I know well glasses. Well, <laughs> the domain is like the domain. The industry is called call craft. Call, and I yes. forget what it's there, but but they basically they contract and they contract and they building everything from chairs to license plate to eyeglasses to, to soap uh, to soap, soap. to uh, yeah. police. One of the brothers, I don't remember Kyrie. He went to fifteen and fifty nine. Yes. he said yeah. they was when he was when he was on the um, when he was up north. They uh. was making police uniforms. So it's just it's a multi billion dollar industry. Bro. Yeah, I heard some they of the Wall Street um, initiatives uh, have underwrite some of the um, See? in pri- in the prisons. Yeah. Smith Barney, um, yeah, yeah. They invest in prison, uh, especially in the South. Yeah. They invest in prison, uh, establishing prisons mm, yeah. in different. Though it's lucrative. Mm-hmm. I think know, this is why this is very important. Yeah. This modern day slavery, because yeah, a lot yeah. of people don't understand uh, how our people got caught up in this. Here, a um, hundred years ago. Uh, I don't know if you saw this on Rikers Island. They have like pictures of Rikers Island, like 50, 60 years ago. Yeah, and you like see young white big. boys. Yeah, oh really? Now yeah. I went to family court. I was in I was in Spotford as a young boy. Spotford, yeah, Spotford. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And and um and when I used to go to family court, the place was virtually empty. It was just a few young black boys. Uh-huh. So really, parole. Uh, when I became a parole officer, I said, let me find out where this came from. Parole started uh, was, uh, was in 1930. Yes. This is when they had, parole was mainly for young white, what you call thugs, to get them, filter them out of the prison back into society. Mm-hmm. It was for them. It really wasn't for us because our people were in the South on plantations and uh, sharecropping. That's yeah. where my family's from, yeah. North Carolina, South that Carolina. Was, yeah. And so it was for the young Irish kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard of the uh, the hooligans, the public enemy. You talk about course, hooligans. Yeah, hooligans. The hooligans yeah. were Irish kids. They were the really? Irish kids. The gangs of New York were yeah. Irish thugs. Yeah, remember that? that movie Parole was DiCaprio. for them, yeah. right? Gangs Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. yeah, that was them. Oh. Yeah, that it was, was us. Oh. Yeah, he was a gangs in New York. Yeah, right. They uh, were the way with this is this is where you got it. the boys club, mm-hmm. CYO. They were made for those white kids, the East Side kids, the the renegades, the renegade. So what happened when we came from? the south or came from the caribbean into the larger cities and couldn't find work so they kind of uh, uh we kind of filtered into the uh, criminal life and then we got caught up in that and so we became the uh, uh victims mm-hmm. in a system that was really made for them mm-hmm. to keep them on the street yeah but it wasn't for us really but now we're stacked packed and crammed in jams in the prison and they're making millions of dollars off of us as a yeah. modern day slave yeah 13th amendment 14th amendment yeah you know wow. yeah wow right. so what's your thoughts like in in regards to like politics because that's another thing that a lot of people in our community don't really pay attention to you know what i mean people pay attention to general elections and think that the president is the end all be all yeah. to all of their problems yeah. like they don't realize that all politics are local. Your, your local yeah. elected officials <laughs> are the ones that control your school system. The, if your road gets paved, if your parks get fixed up, things like that. What's your thoughts on that and the lack of that education in our community well, as far as that's concerned? Well, I, I think that's one of our our biggest, biggest, biggest um, problems. Um, you know, in, in being raised in Crown Heights, 
it's a community that's you know very polarizing especially after the crown Heights riot mm-hmm. riots um you know we we have eastern parkway as a line and you have the jewish community on this side and yeah. and they're relatively small compared to 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 the african-american and, and the black community however when it comes to power when it comes to influence um this community i i i'm, I'm in awe yeah. You know how they're able to get our lawmakers, you know, to 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 really, you know, do some of their initiatives and yeah. so on and so forth. And our lawmakers, you know, we're talking about the assembly, the 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 senators. They're all people of color. Exactly. City they're council. all they're all black. Yes. You know, when we look at, you know, you can't really be a white person and and and, and get elected to office in those communities because of our numbers. Yeah. But our numbers aren't enough. You know, we need to be more community minded we need to be more civically minded and and i think that one of the things that we've done as an organization is we actually went after the census grant it was a grant to really um count our community and right now we're in the census season season you know march march 11th is is the first time that we can fill out the census application the official census day is april 1st yes you know and 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 i think that um, and it comes around every 10 years. Yes. And the census mm-hmm. is important because it's not just about counting your numbers. Yeah. It's about how your numbers will affect your schools, the your parks, you your, 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 your cleanup, the sanitation, yeah. all that within your community. Yeah. So... You know what happened in the hood, though, when the census comes, our people get scared. Our people get scared. Especially. Man's going to call for all the child support. Especially. got nothing to do with that. Yeah, especially um, immigrant communities. We have a lot of immigrants that we think think it's ICE. But, you know, I'm here to say that that's not the case. It's, It's according to the federal government, it is just something that, you know, to count our communities, to allocate resources. Not only that, you mentioned politically, you know, as a result of That's the community the community being counted, mm-hmm. you will have more politicians in our community. So I know some politicians that they, they, they got like five, six communities. And I'm like, what do you mean you got five, six communities? Because yes. our communities are not being counted. That's so their numbers are it's stretched out. Yes. You know, and, 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 and you know, you should just have a, a, a council person for Brownsville. Yes. You should just have a council person yes. for, for Flatbush. But yes. they got they got. Bay Ridge, they got this all because exactly. of, of how our community is counted. And somebody's going to suffer because everybody's and, not going to get the proper attention that's needed. And right. and, and that's yeah. what's happening. And, yeah. and, and, and I think that it's important for us to do. So part of what, we, what we're going to do is we're, we're hiring outreach workers. We're hiring census workers. Yeah. And we're hiring people of color, folks of color yeah. who understand this community. Yeah. I understand, you know, you may come from another community and want to go in this community. But I don't think you'll feel comfortable going in the projects. That's I don't think fact. you feel comfortable going to Van Dyke houses <laughs> or Brownsville houses, you know, and knocking on doors. Mm-hmm. And I'm just telling you, it is what it is, yep. right. right? So I'm 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 hiring kids from the community who look like the community, and I'm saying, knock on your neighbor's door, give them this information, tell them that they they should count their community members, yeah. count the people in the, in the homes because it will benefit us. Yeah. What's happening in our community is it's you know, say for instance, it's. One million people actually living. Well, not maybe not one million, but four hundred and fifty thousand people actually living in, in yep. the neighborhood. Yep. However, only one hundred thousand are being counted. Exactly. And so, as a result, we're getting one hundred thousand dollars worth of resources to spread across. That's why it's impoverished. And, and, and there you go. And that's why our schools is is, is going through what it's going through. And so, not, and not to cut you off, I'm gonna let you finish no, that no, point. Ahead, yeah. But that's the same. As when an election comes around, like for mm-hmm. a city council rep, mm-hmm. you got four hundred and fifty thousand people that live in this this district, mm-hmm. less than 
5% of the people actually come out and vote. And people wonder why these same old politicians are still in office. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And that's my line of work for those that don't know. Yeah. Surprise, yeah. I work for, you know what I mean, a very large political organization. And mm-hmm. I'm a political organizer yeah. in Queens. Yeah. So most of these elected officials, they know me. They come to me because they know the machine that I have behind me. So I use that to my advantage, you know what I mean, to get certain things for my community, you know what I mean? And then I speak to my people in my tongue to the language that they need to know to understand, like, this person here is the one that you need to be focusing on. Mm -hmm. Everything that you're asking for, he's the one that's driving by in that nice fancy car, and you're not even paying any attention to him. That's that's the key, that's the key. And um, the census is very, very important. I know know this more so now than I did 20 years ago, even though my my daughter worked for the census when they were going knocking on doors, door to door. Uh, In my community, we have about 70,000 people in Coney Island from uh, Stillwell Avenue to Seagate to Ocean to Bay. And uh, I know some of the people that's working in the census um, area, and they said that they projection is to get at least 14,000 yeah. uh, uh, people signed up in the census. Yeah. I, I said, but why, why, why are you this? He said, because of the way everything, people are just afraid. Yeah. He said, if we can get that many, at least we could document these, say, yeah. these things and get some services for the community. Yeah. But as far as politicians, I think politics is very necessary. Yeah. However, we don't hold our politicians accountable. Exactly. No, we vote for them. They go away and we don't say anything. They make all these promises. Right, right. They don't don't fulfill any. Right. And if you look at other communities that's other than the black community, they hold their politicians accountable. They uh, push them. They, in their face, they let them know if you don't deliver those things that you say you're going to deliver, you won't be going back to Washington, Albany, or whatever. And as far as uh, uh, talking about modern-day slavery, upstate, where all these prisons are at, Danamara, Caxsackie, Clinton, Mm -hmm. all those, they are counting them, and they're getting resources as a result, but they can't vote, but they're being counted, and they are getting resources as a result of the numbers of our people in those prisons. Wow. And I I think in in talking about how other communities come together i think other communities come together with a unified voice yes you know when you look at the jewish community men and women are in concert they they, they communicate with each other they the fathers are, are pushing strollers yeah. they're they're living together in our communities yeah. when we actually look at the issues that our politicians um you know come out for mm-hmm. they're coming out for women and children right. and oh, i say sure. that because women and children are i mean women are voting yeah. the elderly are voting oh yeah men and the issues that we, because we're incarcerated, because we we're, 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 we believe the system is not for us or things like that, we don't come out. And that's mm-hmm. why politicians that come in office don't come in right. office as a result of our issues. Exactly. Right. And that's exactly. another thing that I that I want to put out there, that men need to get out there and vote exactly. and talk to these politicians and say, listen, you want my vote? Then I want to see this in my school and I want to see this happening mm-hmm. in my right. schools. But yeah. our women are doing that. Oh, yeah. Right. Our for elderly sure. are doing that. That's why they cater to them, and that's why they cater to them. I, I listen. You know, most politicians in my community, when they see me, they they, they turn away because they know what I'm coming about. I'm like, "How you doing? Excuse me. Um, I want to talk about the youth in our community, this uh, and that." Yeah. And soon she see a baby, or soon she see somebody, she's like, it's all of them. "Because <laughs> it's like 
that's her constituents yeah. in a lot of ways. And I'm not saying that it's actively being done that way. Uh, I'm saying that a lot of times when you look at the events, and you know how politicians, uh-huh. they got events, right. and you see where they're going. They're going yeah. to the old folks um, course, the program. Homes. They're going to the such and such. See, they're going to such and such. But they're yes. not really, they're not coming to the to the Cure Violence no. initiatives no. like no. that. They're not, and, 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 and it hurts me but, because... But, you We're part of the community that, too. Though. You know how you can change is, that. The, though, thing, right? the thing is that if you do like me, like I'm a like for years, I reach, I call them, write them for the smaller, whether it's a stop sign, whatever, and yeah. I hold them, a, and they respond. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know they tell me about yo, we need more people. Like they call me personally. Yeah, right. You go know up me? in those offices. Yeah. That's Once right. you go up in the office, go oh, up yeah, in the district office. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Then oh, they yeah. respect you. Like, oh yeah, well definitely. I knock on the doors. Trust me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, mobilize the community, get people to sign petitions. Look how many all people that. in this That's neighborhood. That's what I'm saying. Petitioning. I done did all Look how many people in this neighborhood feel like they need to be a stop sign on 119. That's, what I did. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Then they like, oh, we got then a small they see. one. Yeah. He can potentially turn people against me. There you go. Now they on. You now know. they want to play you close. Of course. That's yeah. the you game. see that picture I have with uh, she's the uh. The DA now, but she was the Queen Borough President, Melinda Katz. Melinda Katz, she, yeah. But for years, she know because I was on her. I I'm coming to the office. You know what I mean? Yeah. I write, call, visit, yeah. and they know. You, you know what I mean? You know Donovan Richards? That's my guy. Yeah, of course. That's, that's Jock. I know from Jock. Yeah. yeah. Jock people. Okay. Man, I think, yeah, Jock. Yeah, Jock. Right, that's, that's my guy. Yeah, yeah, I know. For her seat. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he might but, be the next. He might be the yeah, next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Good people. When I go back to work, that's when we pushing. Yeah, there you go. You're... The group that you're with yeah. uh, helped the woman in my community, yeah. uh, Matilda Frontis. She's yeah. a black sister. She's PhD. Yeah. Uh, very progressive. Very yeah. progressive. And um, she she's going into her. This is she's a junior yeah. uh, assembly woman, but she's going into her second term now. She has to run again uh-huh. in 2020. Yeah. Um, but I told her, I said, listen, um, I don't want to deal with this situation anymore unless we have some economic development. We have a strip in Coney Island called Mermaid Avenue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't exactly have any black businesses. We don't what? have any banks. None. Yes, yeah. None. Yeah. It's, None. It's crazy. It's yeah. unheard of. Yeah. And I said, listen, our thrust this time has to be Italian? economic development. The Ju- no, the Russian Jew, community Russia, is in there Russia, now. Russia, yeah. And I had, Russian, right I had Russian cats on my caseload. These cats are criminals, man. Mm-hmm. They're thugs. Organized Yeah. And, uh, you know, they have a lot of fronts. They took over a lot of the um, uh, the uh, crime that the Italians used to have. Yeah. You know, uh, drugs, uh, numbers, uh, prostitution. Yeah, the Russians running it, man. That's, that's you know? insane. And uh, so I said, listen, we need some economic development because yeah. that's when they listen to you. Yeah. Because when they go to Eastern Parkway, when they go to the Grand Rabbi yeah. on Eastern Parkway, yeah. they are solidified. Mm-hmm. So when the mayor becomes the mayor, whoever's going to be the next mayor after yeah. de Blasio, yeah. he will definitely meet. Yep. With the Grand Rabbi yep. on Eastern Parkway. Oh, for sure. You know, but they don't. But they don't have to meet with us. I even confronted Giuliani. This is some years ago. Giuliani refused to meet with the black politicians. That was just total disrespect. Wow. Wouldn't meet with nobody. And Why? Because he didn't have to. Yeah. He felt that he didn't have to because they didn't vote for him. They yeah. didn't, uh, you know, confront him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They move. Everybody, all you know, other ethnicities. They they move and block. Yeah. And they have an agenda. Yeah. So they know move or we emotion like we just see a black person. 
somebody running for office that we wanted but what are they what what is the gender you sticking what are they really doing for it you know what i mean like so we need to be unified on that front and that's how we need to move that's how everybody and and that's how we don't how slavery affected us slavery separated us separated us. you know with our language our religion our culture all these different things um we're not we don't have a unified voice you know and you know when in growing up in crown heights and, and watching you know that community um, I used to I used to be envious, you know, just seeing them like you know they're coming together. They, you know, when I was I would talk to my girl and go for walks in their neighborhood because it was quiet, mm-hmm. it was yeah. peaceful. Yeah. And I used to be like, "Yo, damn man, why we can't be like that?" <laughs> like serious, but they have this unified religion, voice, culture, and that's yes. what was stripped of us. Yeah. And you take our religion, you take our our language, you take um, you know our ability to read and learn and all yeah. these other things, yeah. and you have a people that's lost. That's and right. then you look at what's happened in the, over the last hundred or so years, you separate our families. You know, you, you create policies with welfare, you mm-hmm. tell our, our women, our sisters, you know what, um, if you want us to support you, you gotta really, you gotta, you gotta turn Tyrone in. And when I say turn yeah, him in, yeah, you gotta yeah. come to us, yeah. ask for welfare, and then let us know who the father is, so yeah. we can put oh, a child support order on wow, him. Man. So it's yeah. like, oh. it's like, in a lot of ways, it's, it's a weapon, and it's yeah. been weaponized. Yes. And weaponized. we have we have families that have are si- single parent households for three, four generations, yeah. and all they know yeah. is growing up on welfare, growing up on this, growing up on that, and not really needing a father. Yeah, and when you yeah. when you have language and have social media, you have all this saying that you know I can do good by myself yes. and all these other things. I can do bad by myself. I, can I don't do need no man. man. It's we an eventual reality, <laughs> and and you know I, on one level because I work with so many powerful sisters and I see what they're doing and I'm I'm in awe of this. Yeah. But I also want to tell them too. I said, listen, you got to understand what's happening to us yeah. as men as well. Yeah. You know, you give birth to us. Yes. You know, you give but we come through this earth as a result of you. Yeah. Don't let these people separate you from us. Don't let these people tell you that we're no good. Yeah. Don't let these people, you know, brainwash you about our value and what we what we yeah. represent and things of that nature. Because it's it's just demoralizing for our community. If we don't come together. And I think that that's what our biggest problem is. Men and women in our community are not in concert. We're not working yeah. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our sisters got these groups and they got these circles and they, you yeah. know, got incense popping and <laughs> black girl magic. Oh, and soon as we show up, we be like, hey, can we help you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they look at you. No, we got this, fella. Yeah, exactly. You know, we got this. And oh, I'm sitting there like, like for me, I do domestic violence work as well. Oh, I have wow. a um, domestic violence program. I have a lot of brothers in my classes and I'm working to really understand you know what's happening in, reg- in regards to how they view women, how they treat women, and what's happening based on culture. Some yeah. of our communities, we come from the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, yeah. and it may be a community that women weren't as empowered as we are in the United States. Yeah, you know, fact. so some of these men need to understand that. And our sisters, you know, they're, they, they're able to formulate language to articulate these views. Yeah. Our men are not. And we have these conversations. So I went to a group where they was talking about domestic violence, and it was a panel of women. And it was like eight women on the, on the panel, and they was you know talking about the various things that were happening in relationships and how you know they were abused and so on and so forth. Yeah. And at the end of it, I you know I was very quiet. I took my hat off. I sat down and I listened. And at the end of it, I said, "Listen, um, you know I really appreciate y'all coming together. And I'm asking you as a group and, and everyone here. I said, what can I do to help? I said, what can I do? My resources, my support. What can I do to help?" And I told him, I said, I'm at your service because what's happening in our community is we have women that are being victimized by certain situations. Um, And 
women are the ones that are helping those women yeah. and not really understanding that we need to also have conversations and talk to young boys and what's happening with them and it's like no we're just gonna lock them up That's you know fact. we're gonna lock them up and when women are victimized we're just gonna work with the women who are victimized but lock them up and where's the Where's the support around really getting them to the point where they're not going to be victimizers mm. and hurt people hurt people? So oh, it's not yeah. something that's All innate the in them. Yeah. It's something that if you teach and some of us do this when we talk to our kids, we do this. We do this. You know when yeah. when a, when a kid is you know wilding out in school or something's happening, and he come back and somebody hurt him or whatever. We say next time somebody hits you, you hit them back. Yeah, next time somebody do something, you do that, and then you grow and you tell them that that's the way you deal with problems. And every time he get into a fight, he do that. Well, Damn. maybe he might get into a relationship and feel like that's how you do it in a relationship, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, And I'm glad you touched on that point because this was one of the topics that we originally had coming into tonight's show, man. And I really don't want to harp too much on the kid, but with the Dwayne Wade situation where he's kind of um, allowing his 12-year-old son to dictate who he is at this age. What's your thoughts like on a parent Allowing a 12 year old To kind of dictate Who they are in life When they haven't even Lived their life yet Yeah I was I was um, I watched it I saw the interview Both him and his wife Gabrielle Union Yes And I saw the young Boy I'm gonna call him a boy Because yes. that's, that's That's what, what I'm is. seeing That's what he is Biologically yeah. Oh, yeah. Naturally Um I was really A little concerned Because This is a young boy and from what I understand, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a biologist, but I understand that the, as we grow from children up until adults, your brain does not fully develop until you're about 25. You know, they said the frontal lobe and then the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. Yeah. You cannot make sound decisions, you know, rational decisions until you are about 25 years old. Yeah. You know, and they say you won't, you don't live life until you're about forty, that's and then you can say, oh, you know, that's a fact. when you get to forty, you know, that's forty a is a foundational yes, number. That's a yeah, fact. But you know, to take that child and put that child in a audience, in a public, yeah. You know, let that 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 maybe the child's not making the right decision at this time. I think that whatever he has to do, that's his child. Yes. Whatever him and his wife decide, I can't do it because I don't know what I would do. Gotcha. But I think it should be private because that child yes. has not developed yet. Yeah. And well, he may not, thing. as he got old, get old, he might say, yo, yo, what you do? You didn't let me, you didn't check me? Yeah. You know, I didn't yeah. really want to be this. I, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think whatever they did, I think it should have been private. But I think, I think it was more him having a problem and wanted to... Didn't know how to deal with this here. I don't think it's the child. I think it's him. Yeah. Sometimes we transfer our, yeah. you know, insecurities, insecurities yeah. into our children. Yeah. You know, yeah. and but so it's it's out there, and sometimes we're trying to appease the white community. Yeah. And not oh, ourselves, boy, man. Because when yeah. I was growing up, you know, I mean, they they act like we are beating up with. Uh, transgender. I heard someone say, yeah, we don't, uh, we don't do that. "There's yeah. 26 transgenders. Uh, people were were beat up yeah. and killed. Yeah. You know how many black men yes. were yeah. murdered in and America? On trees and all kind of stuff. Don't don't even Earth try to compare that. I'm not saying that people should go around doing that. No, no, no. no. But don't make that comparison. Yeah. You better but use they, they, another comparison. That don't happen on a scale. You know, of, so I compare that. Yeah, no, I, I think like it was more him, as you were saying, having some insecurities." 
than it was that child. Yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah, come so out public. Yeah, cause right. Was he like painting his now? He's something a little suspect about him too, though. The Wayne Wayne, <laughs> the way he dressed it. I saw Sunday like he painted his nails and all that. I said, "Is that you say his hair?" I'm like, "Yeah." It got it. You gotta always look at the parents, though. You know if what I'm saying? At, if you look at it, man, I guess it's the culture because all of these NBA players, when they show them walking into the arenas, yeah, they got. I'm lie. like, "Yo, who's a stylist? Like, right. what's going on here?" You right. know what I mean? Like right. that. Yeah, yeah no, that's that boy. It was a little like he was painting it, like you know, they was painting their nails and like his toenails and not not even not with clear. He like painting their toenails, bro. Oh, like, yeah. Colors and yeah. So I, I don't know what that's about. But it's I, rough. I have man. I don't know. I have it's um, rough, man. Like to answer your question, I, I mean, I, I look at it from a historical perspective, man. That's I, I look at it from you know in terms of bringing it back to modern day slavery and what yeah. mm-hmm. what they used to do to us yes. as, as men, right. um, emasculators, demasculators, demasculators. Um, Yep. You know, cut off our cut off our, our genitals, yeah. or um, you know, d- beat us in front of our, our wives, yeah. or yeah. tie yeah. us to a tree, yeah. Yeah. tie us to a tree, and and, and, and sodomize yeah. the men in front of their family. Yeah. Right. And Damn. I just think that for for our community, you know, when we talk about men and women in our country, we talk about it, and we let these statisticians talk about it from. A male versus woman thing You know Where we hear things like You know Men are making more money Than women And women are such and such And women need to such and such And I I think that We're not looking at The racial component to it Because Mm -hmm. Me as a black man You kind of lump me In the same category As that white guy You know Because you say I'm a male But I don't benefit In the same way That he benefits And that's in a lot of ways Why the funding nationally And federally Goes to women Because they use National statistics To justify Why women should get funding So on and so forth Mm -hmm. But white women Are doing better Than black men Mm -hmm. And a matter of fact Statistically Black women are doing Better than black men In terms of statistics But because of the Overwhelming majority Of of money and resources that white men have yeah. we use we get lumped into the male statistic mm-hmm. so i say all that to say that throughout this country there's been this kind of like this this movement to 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 feminize the black man you know there's been a movement to you know like not let him be as 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 alpha and not let him be as loud and whenever he is you know assertive we say you know you should be a little quiet yes. and things like that yeah. and what's happening with the with the D-Wave situation i don't know what this young person is this young you know um individual is thinking i don't know what this person has been through i don't know when whether D-Wave was on the road and the and the babysitter you know, or the gardener yeah, did something to this child. I don't know yeah. what happened. Yeah. What I do know is that um, nationally and overall throughout our society, there's been this notion to like to feminize the black man. Yeah. And um, you know, you look at this this actress Charlie Theron or wh- whatever her name is. She has she adopted a black male child mm-hmm. and is raising this male child as a woman, as a, as a, as a female right now. She, like she it's on it's on the it's you see them in pictures this yeah. young boy what? he has to be let, he has to be around six seven years old no and way, and he, wearing a dress yeah, she, yeah. no yeah. way Dre- I'm, I'm talking about yeah seriously seriously and i'm saying that in our communities and we hear it all the time there's no good black men out there and yeah. this and that and i'm telling our sisters that sometimes you got to be careful about passing on this information and spreading these this this doctrine that you hear from other communities into our communities yeah. because that may that may contribute to you not having a uh, finding a mate 
that is masculine or alpha for you or whatever the case yeah, may be yeah. because of this this overwhelming you know b- bombardment of mm-hmm. you know like i saw pharrell picture the new the new masculinity he's on a, he's on a on a on a on a on a magazine cover yeah. or something with, with like it looks like a dress or whatever yeah. the case may be oh. people with makeup oh. on and stuff like that it's hurting our communities because our men in our community are already not the head of the household yeah, that's right yeah. we're already not that you look in all our communities and you look at who's the head of the household who's the person on record yeah. who's on the lease yeah. and very few uh, yeah. men in our communities are so this also just continues to add to this and I tell mm-hmm. sisters all the time I say you're looking for a good man and every time somebody who dresses and looks a certain way with makeup you embrace this person you say oh it's great and I'm not saying you should shun the person, yeah. but you don't embrace that masculine individual yeah. in the same yeah. way. You don't celebrate him yeah. in the same way that you know he's about his business or whatever. You don't celebrate that in the oh, same yeah. way. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you may you may embrace this individual who, again, he deserves to be embraced the same. But I'm saying I, I deserve to be embraced too. Yeah. And what what happens is again this 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 like if you're masculine or if you're if you're if you're um you know about your business or something yeah. people get threatened by it white folks are already threatened by us oh, for sure. and now we we find situations where you know we're in circles amongst people of color and we're being threatened mm-hmm. you know by somebody who you know is just sh- self-assured or whatever yeah. or, you know you hear things like yo he think he all that or whatever and i'm like <laughs> Let's let's not let this happen in our community, and unfortunately, it is happening. Yeah. So to answer your question, I don't know what's happening with this young person, and I'm not in a position to say that you know it's wrong. But what I am in a position to say is I see how the media has taken this, and one thing about black people is we don't get to we don't get to do what white folks do. You know, when something happens, when a white man do this, or that's a lone wolf. That's not indicative of our entire community. You know, oh, man, you know, this guy, he shot up 60 people in Las Vegas, whatever. You ain't here. We need to change gun laws. It was like, oh, no, something's wrong with him, this and that. But if black men or black people did that on a regular basis... They would try to they would try to come down hard, of course, because we know it's 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 an indictment on our entire race when yeah. something like that happens. Yeah. Holly Berry did a nude scene; it was an indictment on black women. It was yeah. an indictment on oh, how dare she do that? And you know yeah. what we going through. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when we see that and we hear it, it's sometimes it's an indictment on us in a lot of ways. If people take it and they try to like say that all of us or all our boys, or when a boy maybe not as masculine, or maybe he deserves a dress, or maybe he, maybe he wants to have his 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 genitals. Um, um, you know, do a, do surgery or whatever, or, and it's like, so I'm I'm yeah, concerned I, I, about. I, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Bro. No, I was gonna say just add on by saying I believe it goes back to what we was talking about earlier, like the attack on the black men and the father and the absentee. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. I believe. You know what I mean? That well, I know for sure that that male uh, role model or father or just that you know what I mean being present does create that balance and makes a great difference. Yeah. That's so, a fact. so the lack thereof. It's going to do what? The opposite. So Historically, historically, uh, from the times we stepped off those ships, the black man has been under attack. Under attack. The black man has been, um, by the white man, the slave master, to destroy him, weaken him, and take his manhood away from him. I seen it in my father. I seen what he went through. He was in World War II. They destroyed my dad. Uh, he saw the black, uh, the white German soldiers, and the because he was in Italy when they were fighting Mussolini. Yeah. Uh, they treated the the Italian uh, fascists and the German soldiers much better than him. Mm. Uh, uh, talked down to them. They had to eat in the back cold mess halls yeah. where the uh, the other uh, POWs, the prisoners, they got better treatment. They were talked to to them much different. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, they they are taking our manhood, and it's a concerted, systematic effort. Yeah. And I see it today in our young black men. They're taking it from them through it's through through the me- subtly too. Yeah. It's through the media, and they're telling it's all right. Yeah. You know, you can do these things. I remember uh, I went to uh, and I understood this here. I went to one of my uh, parolees' houses and and Howard houses. Howard mm. houses, oh, man. Oh, my family. I, kn- oh, <laughs> I knocked on wow. the door. I, wow. This is on Eastern. I knocked on the door, and the the, the, the father said, "Who's knocking on my goddamn door? Who the hell is that?" And he opened the door, and I automatically, yeah. I automatically understood. He was a black man. This was his home, and I said, "Sir." I mean, no disrespect. Yeah. I know this is your home. You're the man of the house. I'm just looking to check on your son to see he's all right. He said, all right. He said, I zero right in yeah. because that was his home. He yeah. wanted to feel like a man. Yeah. And I didn't yeah, want to yeah, take that yeah, from yeah. him. And, and that's you what happens, like, you know, yeah. in a lot of the cases that I have with the family yeah. with the family court mm-hmm. and, and, and the dads needing parenting classes, yeah. Yeah. a lot of it is in talking to these men, you know, society beats them up. Yeah, the world yeah. is the, the world hate they black skin for whatever reason. Right, we all yeah. know we we can we can pinpoint it, and they go to work and they're talked down to. They're yeah. disrespected on a train. They right. may be pulled over, yeah. and you know you go home and you feel like this is the one place that I will get that respect. And you know when I come in the house, everybody will be happy to see me. And, hey, dad is home yeah. and this and that. And I'm like, this ain't the '60s no more, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not the same. Like yeah. oh oh. Mm, you home? Yeah, and oh it's my like, God. and it's like, <laughs> oh and it's like that that irks an individual, yes. you know. Especially if you feel like you're bringing something to the table, if you feel like you're bringing home food home or whatever, it 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 kind of because you should get the biggest piece of chicken. Exactly. You know what I mean? You come home, the kids are eating the chicken already, and you like, oh, oh, oh we left you a little corner. Like, so it, 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 <laughs> it's it's not the same, yeah. and and I think that we have to have conversations amongst ourselves. Amongst our elders, amongst our mentors, to really talk to young men about really identifying, you know, how to be masculine in light of this society, this community yeah. that you know has has given our women new language, given our women, sure. you know, new for words. For and for when sure. I, I'm I'm serious about this, I'm nah. not saying this in any negative way. Nah, like our women come home and they talk about, you know, um, they they use terms like like pronouns and you know, uh, well, what's wow. your pronoun? And I'm like, what you mean? What's my pronoun? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm Keston. What do you mean? What's your yeah. I mean? Would you like me call? Would you like me to be call you she? I'm like she. What do you mean? Oh he. I'm like I thought it was I thought it was a granted that you would call me he or whatever. Yeah. But the, these classes and these yeah. these systems are are teaching you know these various yeah. things. Yeah. Oh, we used hey, to say I'm that yo that's that. not like yo that's my girl that's my now we here that's my partner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because yeah, sure. because yeah, we don't yeah. know if this person is with a male or a woman, and it's Word. like this is a new this is new language that our community, yes. our oh, young men aren't exposed to. Like remember when we were younger, yeah, like fifteen, fifty nine, yeah. when we have assemblies. Yeah, these groups from outside to come, like say no to drugs. They yeah. do assembly or that. Or yeah. if somebody touch you, say something. Yeah. Now they going to the school teaching the young about gay. You know what I mean? Yes. Like LBGT, this pushing whole world, they pushing yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like, my my thing is like, it's one thing like, should they have equal rights or the right to, you know, like not to get harassed or attacked mm-hmm. or whatever? Mm-hmm. Cool. But my whole thing, like the whole bombardment and this, this movement of shoving it down people's throat, like yes. where did that come from? Yeah. And like, what's yeah. that about? Everyone, yeah. everyone is right. My daughter came home. She's 12 years old. She goes to a private school in, in East New York. But they have a funded program, like a grant. They got a grant, and they have right, an after-school yeah. program that's like, you know, they teach them different things. And she came home, 
and uh, she told me that one of the uh, counselors at the program was a female. She said, don't call her a he or she. That's right. She said, call her, I'm, I'm trying to remember the name. You might, what, what is those new terms now? Uh, uh, I don't know. They, I'm, I'm old <laughs> school. They, 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 they might say they. That, that's what she said. It. No, she Mama, said they. Yeah. Mama named them Claire McCormick. Yeah, right, right, right. That's what she did. She said, don't identify her as any male or female gender, but call them they. That's and crazy. he said, what is that, Daddy? I said, you know, I don't know what it is, but you tell her that your father said that he is original black man. Yeah. And so I went and talked to the principal, and she they she talked to the group and yeah. told them that. But I, they got rid of her yeah. because she shouldn't even be telling them that. Yeah. Tell them if your name is uh, Karen or if your name is Melissa or Karima, that's what you're telling that's your name, name is. But that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's what they come in our communities, and, and, and they're funded to do that. You know, right. I worked for this, this New York City. I worked for um, uh, a city agency, and, um, you know, I would often fight for funding for you know um you know programs for empowerment of youth or whatever and this is a billion dollar agency that they got money to fund many different things and they would fund you know campaigns for the lgbt community in our neighborhoods and i'm like yo the issue about our neighborhoods the men in our community the women in our community is not about whether you call them day it whatever it's about whether you respect them as a person whether you respect them as an individual whether they getting fed and i don't understand how you're willing to fund programs where people go into our schools and give presentations about pronouns when and you're giving hundreds of thousand dollars for these programs, but mm-hmm. you won't fund the program about de- base indecency or or respect or racism or whatever the case right. may be. Mm-hmm. So we would f- we would often find that, and I, I would I would I would be at odds yeah. with with what their approach was, and I and I felt like this was was affecting our community because it wasn't really at the heart of what we needed. Mm-hmm. But this is the reality of of all these programs in our community. Yeah. You know, I mentioned welfare. You know, and many of the women in our community, they may be on welfare as a result of this is what we need to, you know, jumpstart to another career. But it's very difficult the way welfare is, because if that sister, say, for instance, the the poverty threshold is like, you know, this, that, and other, they make like $20 over this number, Mm -hmm. they're going to kick them off the program. But that's not enough for you to pay $1,200, $1,500. Six seventeen hundred dollar rent in New York yeah, City. Yeah. They, they they can't get you know and it, but it's not enough for them to stay on the program. So it's like it makes some someone want to be tethered to the system yeah. because to get off of this, it's hard to find jobs That's out there. So it's it's, it's it's like a lot of things that are happening, yeah. which 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 causes you know this division. Just to go back to what Edwin is saying, man, it's like they're force feeding us this stuff. Like you said, now mm-hmm. they got programs coming into school pushing this stuff, mm-hmm. but the television empire. On regular TV, oh yeah, oh yeah, they're showing Jesse Smollett with yeah, men, and, TV. you know what I mean. And then now, even in the hip hop culture, like, and these kids, they walk around like back in the days we had a little sag, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We a, baggy, little sag, a little sag, baggy, sag it, yeah. a little sag. But yeah. now they got their pants clean off. Oh no, yeah, below, yeah, below yeah. the with cheeks, a belt on too. with a belt on, yeah, like, so was, yeah, was, and, all, and all the clothing is designed by somebody who, yeah, European, is from European yeah, descent, so on and so forth, tight. And another thing, too, I want to talk about is it's very hard for our community to have this conversation without other people getting involved in it and, and this whole cancel culture that's developing yes, yes. Where, yes. where we as men who, 
you know, may not subscribe to that are not even allowed to have this conversation yeah, right. openly because somebody else is going to attack us. Who's not from our community yeah, saying, yeah, oh, you're yeah, anti yeah, this or anti that. Right. And I'm like, yeah. no, the same way you're allowed to have this conversation. Yeah, your perspective. You know, like, I, I think about, like, the whole genuine thing. Mm-hmm. Like he's in an interview And this person is like You know trying to kiss him And he's like Yo, <laughs> yo bro I don't go that way yeah. he, had a, he had a lot of backlash over yeah. that What do you mean I'm, I'm a man yeah, You obviously are not my type I'm not saying you know you Hate you or you're But you should not be able to kiss me exactly. And if I don't want to kiss you yeah. I shouldn't have to apologize for it Exactly And that man had to go through All, all that shaming, stuff Shaming man yeah. Because of this whole cancel culture yeah. And it's like you Can't cancel me no. <laughs> yeah. I run my own thing. Yeah. I pay my own Free rent. speech ready. Right. You know what I mean? Well, Free yeah. speech for sure. Yeah. But it's like Wendy Williams had to recently apologize for something that she said. She told all the men to leave our dresses alone. You know, and they got on her for that yeah. and made her apologize. You know exactly. what I mean? So just to switch gears a little bit, man. What's your thoughts on the way that Oprah Winfrey and Gail King are like attacking our black males well, right wrong or indifferent like but on their platforms demonizing us even more than they need to be well I think what we were saying um, all along is that the black man is not respected they don't they Oprah Winfrey and Gail King fall into the white male there you go institution of mm-hmm. America yeah. uh, they would be white men mm-hmm. if wow. they could yeah okay yeah. so they are a part of an agenda an there idea a culture concept yeah. and that idea is not to promote respect mm-hmm. or honor black men no way yeah. so they don't they don't have that that deep love and mm-hmm. I mean you know it's it sounds cliche yeah. but yeah. you have to love our people they so right? far removed that's yeah. ridiculous they ain't so, for us for years right they've they never been yeah. uh with us for years, um, no, so um, so they they feel comfortable yeah. in not uh, uh, doing anything that promotes black male agendas, black yeah. male culture, black male feelings or or aspirations. The black men, no, yeah. it's black not there. Men. You don't even see them don't have specials. That. They no. don't have shows they don't, like that. They don't. They're always know? tearing us down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, they they're going along with the script, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. you know and. Uh, yeah, and I, th- I think to add to that is, is again going back to what I was saying about about this 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 agenda, you know, and they're part of a machine. Mm-hmm. They're part of you know yeah. we don't know the half of you know the whispers they get behind the mm-hmm. scenes about you know we're gonna let this go, or we're not gonna let this go, or what they had to do in order to to obtain this level of success, of, of success. Yeah. Yeah. you know, and that's what yeah. we look at it, all of our our, our big entertainers, entertainers yeah. figures. I'm sure they've all been you know called in the question about yeah. you know changing a lyric or or compromising their values, and the ones that always were outspoken about these things you know they would they would have examples of being shunned or whatever you know you look at um this movie um birth of a nation oh, yeah. that movie came nat out turner. and i'm like nat turner i've been reading about nat turner since i was yeah. a kid man yeah. i'm like i was so l- looking for this yeah. movie and i'm like and his nate park and so on and so forth and as soon as the movie about to come out this man been in in in, in movies movie. yeah. he's been in movies for 15 years yeah. since he was a little boy right. isn't that well after this, these allegations came out yes. about whatever, and by the way, he was found he not was guilty. Yeah. 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 Soon as the it's movie came thing. out about a black man rising up, freeing his people, and 
um, you know, doing what these people have done to us for centuries, yeah. and, and you know, take the weapon in our hands and, and, and handle our yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. Um, they felt like they need to put some some bad, you know, pre- press, press out there. Yeah. And a lot of the people that was pushing that were people of color, yeah. women of yeah. color. And so I'm sitting here like, I'm sitting like, how how do you let how do you let them yeah. do us like that? How did you let that happen? And 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 then you look at a movie like you know, um, you know, you know. Uh, other movies that had come out where white men were saving us. In a, oh, yeah, they call the white savior. You know, factors. whatever. It's, it's like, savior. even though it's slavery, <laughs> yeah. they had the white hero Somebody or something like that. You know, yeah, or, so you know, like the like movie like Harriet or whatever. Harriet, you know, like they got. I didn't or, watch it yet. No, me neither. Oh, but, but, they got, wow. but they got the black sister who's leading. It's like that agenda of yeah. having a black sister in power or whatever. Yeah. That sells because again, it, it goes with the narrative that yeah. white that black women need to take care of themselves yeah. and black women are the savior in our community wow. and the black man don't really listen to him like that. Wow. So when yeah. so so when you know to 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 go back what you, to what you said about Oprah, yeah. you know, it's an easy mark for the p- producers and the and 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 the Kit Kat commercial and and all these other things yeah. to basically see a black man being tore down and let that go, yeah. but. Being, being that they're white Being that their fathers are white Being that their mothers are, are, are white or whatever They don't see that narrative the same way mm. So the Harvey Weinstein who's documented for, for 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 decades yeah. You know paying women off and all that yeah. You don't have the same uh, outcry And the yeah. same issue Oh my god yeah. and, then, and then when we speak about it So what you're saying Bill Cosby should be given No I'm not saying Bill not Cosby should give him a pass I'm not saying that R. Kelly should be given a pass But why do you conveniently forget That Weinstein is doing the same thing You don't have the same And you don't have the same level of outcry you know, yeah. Elvis got little you know, underage girl. girls and all this. All stuff. You don't have to do a documentary about that. No, but right. but every time it comes to a black man, you can pull it together a documentary. Oprah Winfrey opened a school in Africa with some rape allegations over there. She didn't do a documentary about that. You know, Whoa. so yeah, what? It, about it, that? It's just yeah. easier for us to. Yeah, a couple of girls got raped and all. She ain't. Where's that documentary? Wow. It's well, easier for us to take take advantage of of ourselves. And and the black man is the easiest mark there is. Because yeah. we've been already, um, you know, disrespected and, and lied on and devalued and, and, yeah. and, then, and whatever. Then again, to add on that, if you destroy the black man, then there the goes family. the whole black family. Black I mean, women included. Listen, what, so what, you talking what about, society, it, throughout history, mm-hmm. have you seen that the male have been, you know, put down to the lowest and the society no has thrived? There's no society because we've always been the maintainers and protectors of our community. We've been the might, the power of our communities. And males in general, that's what a community needs. And you need to have males to to be there supporting the community. And if you take away the males, you lock us up, you feminize us, you, 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 you prop up women in terms of... The programs and, and and welfare and all these other things. Black then you, girls rock. BG then you then you, right. yeah. then you take mm-hmm. away from the strength of our community. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I think that all of it is just a part of a, a, a master plan. It's a master that plan. we're falling. Victims You'll see no to. other Definitely. after a race of right. women doing that today. Right in my community, right Asians, now. Asians, nobody. I'm, I'm a professor, and yeah. you know, you talk about like feminism and stuff like that. Yeah. I got feminists professors like like they're females and they're white and they're this is what they teach feminist theology all these other stuff and you go to everyone in their office and they got a whole family on their wall they got a whole family they got a husband they got kids they they go they got pictures rafting they got this and that (laughs) this is a woman that's talking about and bigging up and empowering women and i'm like okay but she got a whole family at the same time our communities when when we hear that we hear it from the perspective that we don't you don't need us yeah. 
And we buy into it in that way. We're hearing right. it differently because we're actually buying into that. Yeah. Okay, I'm hearing this information, and oh yeah, we don't need the man. And in yeah. other communities, they say it and they talk about it, but they don't devalue the man in the same At way all. that our community kind of devalues us. Yeah. Right now, in my community, they're building a women's shelter, women and children. Island. Yeah, in Coney Island, women and uh, children shelter. Okay. Where's the men? Where did these children come from? <laughs> they didn't come out of the sky. And it's being, uh, it's being sponsored by women in need. Wow. And under the mayor's um, uh, program called the, uh, um, ho- the, the uh, Department of Homeless Services. Yeah. But it's a woman and, and, and children's shelter. Why couldn't it be a family shelter yeah, and know, bring the man in? Because them though. children didn't get there by themselves. Well, wife, even though she black, but she was like a lesbian or something like that. Once yeah, ago, that's, for Pride again. No, yeah, that's where they she said, was. Yeah, she so, converted back. Yeah, so, but, you know, hey. But, uh, but the, the point is that you yeah. see how they taking the man out of the house? Yeah, out of the picture. Yeah. yeah. Completely. So, yeah. Well, I, I worked in a, a shelter before, and I, I, you know, I worked for the Department of um, Homeless, homeless Services. services yeah. And even when it comes to the shelter, um, you know, system in general, a single person without a child is not going to do fare well in the shelter system exactly. because funding doesn't come in in the same way yeah. that it does when a child right. is involved. Mm-hmm. And I just think that in general, it's just much, based on the way funding happens and based on the way it's set up in these shelters. Um, the man doesn't need to be there. Even family shelters are in in in, in many respects, or women and children children's shelter. Right. Even when they say family shelter, shelter. It's, 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 it's a women and children's yeah, exactly. shelter because yeah. it's very difficult for uh, a, a woman who has a man on her case uh, on her case to get to get, to get the services in the same right. way. Because if he earns a little bit or whatever the case, maybe they'll say, "Oh yeah, the income, the family's making too much money." Or whatever, so they they really don't want the man to be in in the home. Yeah, you know, Claudia was a classic movie in the same way. So yeah, it, it it's just unfortunate the way it happens. Yeah, and and again, we we just don't we're not aware of it, and we kind of think it's an eventual reality for me to have a child without the man being there. Period. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so so the question is, what are we going to do about it? And uh, we have to keep fighting, uh, encouraging kind of come up with programs yeah. uh, and encouraging uh, the, the brothers and sisters to, to, to get out there and, and look at the real issues and do something about it. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, indeed. Another thing that, that I'm doing about mm-hmm. it is I also have um, um, a, a YouTube show yeah. in which in which I um I, I interview folks from the community okay. melanated um, folks yes. and it's called voices yes indeed and it stands for visionaries offering information with clarity expertise and substance mm. so voices is an acronym where I'm 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 doing my part to bring together and have conversations like this yeah. um, and you know I'm not being siloed you know, every interview I have is either one episode is a man, next episode is a woman. Yes. One episode is a man, next episode is a woman. Yes. This is how I, I, I'm doing my part because yeah. I'm not going to do this work from the perspective of just the male-centered view. Gotcha. No, I have to hear from women. I have to hear what is happening because our women are suffering too. Of course. And this conversation is, has been heavily talking about because we're males and we're talking about our lived experience. Yeah. We're talking about what we're seeing. We're talking about our lack of having males in our schools yeah. and, our, and, and, and me just leaving Rikers Island yeah. and the majority of the people on Rikers Island are yeah. black males yeah. you know I so I have to talk about that but I'm not to the point where I don't understand what our sisters are going no, through of course. No, I'm not right. to that point to. Yeah. And, 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 and that's what Voices is about yeah. it's about actually elevating you know the voices of our community so we have lawyers we have doctors yes 
we have individuals that are doulas. We have individuals that are cure violence specialists. We have I had Edwin on the show. We actually had an episode that we filmed yesterday. Um, so we're gonna be um, premiering that in the next in the next week or so. Nice. But um, this is what what I'm doing as well because I think nice. we have to be more um, inclined to utilize media yeah. um, to spread this of this the message that we want to hear, man. Of because course. like you said, you know, in the '60s, you know, church was top five. Yeah. You know, today. Um, church is, is not in the same way And, and, and I also want to you know, Even shout out that the need for churches To be more uh, um, You know have conversations about these social yes. issues Churches kind of like you know It don't happen here or yeah. just pray it away exactly. You got somebody right. with a mental health issue yeah. exactly. You know you just ain't praying good enough exactly. You got somebody with a drug problem Cause you don't believe in Jesus yeah. And I'm like well I hear you but this man is he got a drug problem yeah, right. like, yeah. let's, let's, and, and a lot of times churches don't want to have those real conversations yeah, they, these kids they, in churches are having sex they're in gangs they're oh, dealing with sure. bullies they're dealing with all yeah. these things oh, for sure. and I think that churches need to be more involved in, 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 in secular um, so to speak information because you know same way as the kids are listening to hymns they listen to pop smoke too oh for That's sure right. uh-huh. for sure That's right. yeah for sure definitely I know you guys saw this documentary on Netflix, man. It's been a little controversy around it, but the Who Killed Malcolm X documentary. It's, you know what's, what's your thoughts on that? You know what's funny about that? What's that? Because I got a call earlier this week from Tragedy Gaddafi. Shout out to he was, Yeah, he was, you know, resident Queensbridge, yeah, yeah. Uh, pioneer yeah. hip-hop. Yep. Um, he went by Intelligent Hoodlum back in the of day. Of course, so yep. It's been a great talk going on about that, but he called me. Because, you know, my family was raised in a nation that is not 5%. Yeah, yeah. And the, the brother here, uh-huh. um, he was around, you know, like from some of the, you know, the earlier times. Okay. When and everything nation was going on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they called, they wanted to get a perspective, mm-hmm. you know, just somebody who's who has history yeah. to chime off and just, gotcha. you know, so... So with yeah. that being said, that's, right. that's, that's why I was laid out. Don't talk about it first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. 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 I seen the documentary. A lot of people was like, "Nah, nah like he not tell you, yeah, like you know, you know yeah. what I mean." So yeah. if it's touchy, we don't got to talk about it. I got a right. whole lot of other stuff we can talk right. about. But well, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about okay. it. Um, um, I was one of the original members of the Five Percent Nation. Okay. We called ourselves. Uh, nations of gods and earth We yes. were in five percenters That came Peace from the, the press yeah. Right Peace to the gods and earth mm-hmm. But anyway um, That was when I was about 14 years old mm-hmm. uh, I met a, My brother-in-law Had been a, one of the Original five percenters And he met some brothers In jail Okay And he came out And told us that we were God Yeah And um, And he took us up to Manhattan, met some brothers called Bishmi Alon Kareem, the firstborn. Mm-hmm. Firstborn. And uh, they gave us, of course, the lessons. And Clavis um 13X. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then um, we met some brothers in Brownsville. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Black God, Messiah, mm-hmm. Minister, yeah. Khalik. Yeah. These were some of the original gods. And then I met some bro- yeah. yeah, I met some brothers in Fort Greene and mm-hmm. Red Hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, and um, so... You know, we were, of course, building and, and learning our 1 to 20. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at the lessons. I said, well, I saw Farad. Yeah, plus. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Farad and Elijah. I said, well, who are they? Yeah. And uh, my brother-in-law said, well, they uh, they got knowledge, but the father, which I had a chance to meet, we called him the father at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until he got shot. He had got shot once before yeah, he was yeah. killed. Yeah. He said, yeah, the father, what, got shot by an elephant gun and mm-hmm. survived. Mm-hmm. 
So you know he's God. Mm -hmm. People didn't know that. Yeah, but he had shot, he was man, originally man. shot before wow. he was, you know. And my, my name at the time was Shamik. Okay. Self, he, Allah, Master, Equality, Equality, King. Yes, I was sir. little Shamik and there was a big Shamik. Yeah. But anyway, I, I eventually came into the nation around, I would say in 65. Malcolm, when I came, he was already out. Yeah. And, uh, but I met many, many brothers at the time. I was still a young man in my okay. teens. Okay. And, um... And it really, that kind of really saved my life, brother, because mm -hmm. I was really, I probably would have been, you know, yeah. either dead or dope fiend yeah. at yeah. the time because a lot of drugs was in my community. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I have to put this out there. And if I was going to appear with uh, uh, the intelligent hooligan, yeah. uh, Brother Gaddafi, I would have, one thing I would have said, remember in the 60s, they put out a dossier. Mm -hmm. J. Edgar Hoover said, Neutralize Co the black COINTELPRO yeah. COINTELLIGENCE yeah, yeah. Co mm -hmm. Destroy or neutralize The black messiah Yeah, stop the rise of black messiah Stop the rise of black messiah At the time, there was Martin Luther King was alive yep. Stokely mm -hmm. Carmichael, who yep. was Carmichael Torre uh -huh. Rap Brown, Fred Hampton, oh, Fred Hampton yeah. The Nation of Islam, mm -hmm. Malcolm yeah. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad yeah. So they said, well, Elijah is a little old So we have to concentrate on these other fellas Right the younger ones. Yeah. So be aware that that COINTEL program was put into a plan and is still in effect today. Today. Yeah. So let us be constant yes. aware of that. Yeah. It hasn't gone away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they are using Malcolm mm -hmm. to keep us divided. in balance and divided. Mm -hmm. Because if they can use any black man, mm -hmm. because I saw the six-part series, yeah. and I saw—I didn't see anything new. Mm -mm. I saw different footage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I've heard the same story same about story. the murderers. Yes. Uh, I heard the same story about who was involved. Yes. I heard story about the Audubon Ballroom. I mean, okay. it's really nothing new. I read most okay. of the books, mm -hmm. and you lived it. And I lived, and I yeah. know the brothers. In fact, I I'm just going to say this here: if you see on the stage, there was a sister bending over. Yes. Mm -hmm. On the stage, her name was Sharon. I don't know, mm. you, you've been, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sharon, Your brother yeah. knows, Sister Sharon. She's dead now. Okay. She was involved with Malcolm's assistant minister, Minister Benjamin. Mm. And me and her became very, very close. And she would tell, she was there with them when Malcolm left them all. She was there because yeah. her father was in the nation. And she said, Malcolm so much wanted to come back home. But he was bitter, he was angry. And that there were so many different forces around him Ages. pulling on him. Yeah. He was very uh, uh, um, angry about what his position was. Yeah. He was trying to get back. Mm -hmm. He was sending letters mm -hmm. uh, to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Um, but those letters were intercepted. They had, and she said that there were times that he would walk someplace, he would see something. And he said, man, there's them lessons. The lessons, because he knew the lessons. You know, the one to 20, he had yeah, them. Yeah. And these things would come back to him. But I question at this day and time, because yeah. that, that film, time. I'm not saying the brother wasn't sincere. I think yeah. he was pretty sincere. He wanted yeah. to yeah. see yeah. justice yeah. because there was two brothers, uh, brother uh, Muhammad Aziz, which is Norman Butler, and yes. Carlos Khalil Islam, yes. who's dead. Yes. He felt that they were innocent and they were exonerated. Yeah. But I question at this particular time, 
and our rise yeah. for mm-hmm. black people. Yeah. And our, we're talking about, you know, how homosexuality is coming in our community, yeah. how they're feminizing yeah. us, yeah. how yeah. black men are not being respected, how black women are being uh, 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 domestically uh, beat. At this time, we don't need anything to divide us. Yeah. So at this time, who's who, who's financing this? Yeah. Who, who did, yeah. And and brother Lance was agenda? interviewed. Yeah, he yeah. said the people because one brother from Queens, brother Lance Shabazz, yeah. he had yeah. a show too. Okay, he said that these people who finance this thing are rich young white people. Oh, what, wow. what, what, why would they want to? Won't they find out who killed John F. Kennedy? Yeah, yeah. Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and. Malcolm is, uh, as they say, uh, he was a black prince. He was an mm-hmm. icon in mm-hmm. our community. Mm-hmm. And now you want to exploit him yeah. to tear the community apart? Yeah. Remember, COINTELPRO, yeah. the counterintelligence program, yeah. is still in effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Jules. So. Jules. Every, yeah. every 20 years or so, they, re- they, come up with they bring it up because it's gen- every 20 years re- represent a new generation. Right. So it's, they got to bring it fresh. And, so Good it's the point, same brother. thing. Okay, yeah. every hey, 20 racism years. is real. Yeah, There's really plenty really examples of, of white militant groups. You know, they got we got footage of white white folks that they got assault rifles and they they they, they militias, got militias yeah, yeah, and yeah, all that. Militias, and yeah. the government is just letting them run, run yeah. rampant. Yeah. yeah, You know what's funny? Because they do this and they bring this series or this book or that. When Malcolm was alive and Martin Luther King, like they they didn't have love for them. No, they, they no, no, no. They were, they were considered. Yeah, yeah now they get stamps and all J. that. Yeah. If they could see yeah. that, they'd be like, "Wow, really?" J. Edgar Hoover said through? that Martin Luther King was the most dangerous Negro yes. in America. That's yes. a quote. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And so that where, Malcolm where is love now coming he, from. And he really? said that yeah. we have to do something he about Malcolm X. He said, "Do yeah. something about Malcolm." And this what is government-sanctioned terrorism. Yeah, I'm government talking about sanctioned. like oh, for all sure. these heroes we're talking about, like assassinated. Yeah, we're assassinated. talking about assassinated, yeah. like young, young teenagers assassinated. Yeah. And and this was by the government. Yeah. And and we try to sweep this under the rug. Yeah. And and you know part of you know what I'm speaking about also, and what we're speaking about is when you devalue. My black skin. When you devalue the male, when you devalue and you call us hoodlums, and you say that we're drug addicts, and you say that we're we're you know in Hillary Clinton's words, super predators, super, and all that yeah, other stuff. Yeah, when yeah. we do die and when we do get arrested, it's not the same public outcry. Yeah. And if you turn yeah. our people against us, and you turn us against yeah. us, each us, mm-hmm. we will see this over and over again, and we would just be like, all right, this it's another thing that's happening. Yeah. And then you got other communities where something happens with somebody who's. LGBT or somebody who's this and we're like oh, oh my god yeah. three people were killed yeah. in the last two yeah. years and you're yeah. like what try 300 yeah. you know For black real. men yeah. but we don't have the same level mm-hmm. of because we don't believe in, and we don't value, don't value the black man in the same way yeah. like right. I, a white guy you know he said this joke um, about you know the difference between a, a black man and a pizza pie right and I, I I heard this. His brother told me. He said the joke, and I said, "What do you mean the difference between a black man and a pizza, pizza pie? pie?" And this yeah. is a racist joke that a white guy said, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He said, "Anybody know the difference?" And we never heard this joke. I never no. heard that joke. He said the difference no. between a black man and a pizza pie is a pizza can feed a family of four. Oh, oh damn! Oh my God! So if you put it out there, the, the the black man can't feed his family, and yeah, you know, and you we spread that information about men ain't nothing and men See, ain't shit and this and right that, into it. then we yeah. playing right into what they demise. say about yeah. about us. Yeah, and and it's real. And I tell sisters all the time. I say, don't let them do that. You give birth to us. We come yeah. in this world because of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
We value, we love you. Yeah. We just we got to get back to each yeah. other. Yeah. 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 Even though we um been talking about the black man and and how he's been devalued and attacked. Yeah. Uh, the the black woman has to be looked at too because there's things that's being done to her. Yeah. Yes. At the same time. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. I remember when um. R. Kelly was on with being interviewed by Gail King. Maybe uh -huh. he started crying. Yeah. He said, You doing this? He said, But you know how many black young black girls are missing? Yes, yeah. How come Gail King doesn't yeah, do a that. program? Yeah. Every time you see a, a a program with young some young white woman yeah. or any white woman is missing, yeah. they always have a big expose. We need to find her. The last time she was seen, oh, you know, but you hear nothing in there. Thousands of young yeah, black women that has been missing, yeah, kidnapped, yeah. or trafficked. trafficked. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no expose. There's no yeah. program. There's no feature stories. Yeah, but this is why people. we have these outlets where right. we gotta start giving mm -hmm. the news to our people, man. You know, right. they can't stop this. Like, no, not, they can't stop. This. They can't stop. This. Not on the radio. That's right. You know what I mean? no That's they right. can't stop this, man. That's this right. is why this was created for us. Like, you're doing a great. Just thing. like, yeah, you know, like. I also said, like, back when we first started, like, it was about basketball tournaments and things like that, but it was also to create a lane for these kids to come and use their creativity to create their own content. Right. Come and create your own podcast. We're in an age of podcasts and shows yeah, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? People are becoming millionaires off of making a series on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Getting Netflix and all these big companies to come and buy it, so why can't mm -hmm. we do the same for ourselves? That's why I'm so upset that, you know, the hip hop culture has changed to the point where why is it only in our culture that people are always put against each other? Yeah. Like oh, when yeah. you get to a certain status, now you can't come back to where you came from and you gotta fear for your life and then you're getting killed mm -hmm. by your own people. Yeah. You don't Kenny Rogers wasn't worried about trying no. to kill mm -hmm. uh little Nas X. Mm -mm. You Willie know Nelson I mean? or whatever Willie Nelson <laughs> Yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> They don't beef with each other Why is it in the hip hop culture We sit and we beef with beef. each other yeah. And get mad at the next person Because he bought a new car For his hard that, work and creativity And, and add on that And then we, we talk about stuff That's destructive Come on we rap, You don't see the, the, no, t Imagine some white rap Or Italian rap Yo, I sell drugs. You can put a head on it. Yeah. It win. Because so, we, we don't realize how powerful our words are. Yeah. We've always had powerful Tongue words. We've always utilized mm -hmm. our voice Tongue power. And you, we use, yes, utilize our creativity to blight each other, to yeah. talk bad about each other, yeah. to talk. And it's in the universe. It's you in the atmosphere. And, and it, and it yeah. just comes around. That's like, you know, even, you know, Tupac. Mm -hmm. Like, Tupac, poet, messiah. You, you named it. This guy was brilliant. That's but right. when I used to listen to his lyrics, man, mm -hmm. before he passed away, I was like, this brother is talking death. He's talking. Yeah, exactly. and, I, and I was right. like... He brought it into Biggie existence. did the same thing. Yeah. Biggie brought it. Ready to die, life as a death. He's in front existence. of a hearse. That you ain't nobody but somebody so kill you. He really took that picture. Yeah. And he was dead before that. Before the album came out. Before the album came out. Before the album Somebody kill you and praying for my death. Think about that. That's what they rapped about. And then... Like, we lost guys, like, you could take it back to Scott LaRock. Scott he died LaRock. in 1987 yeah. right. at the age of 25. Right. Paul C., yeah. 1989, 24 years old. Mm -hmm. 
D-Boy Rodriguez, 22 years old, 1990, Dallas, Texas. The wow. list goes yeah, the list on, on and on. Stretch. Freaky Todd, my man. Freaky Todd, yeah. rest in peace of Freaky Todd. Yeah. Stretch, Big, Big L. L. All gun oh, violence. Yeah, you know what I mean? Now, Pop Smoke, the latest Pop one. Smoke. XX. Yeah, Extension Yeah, What was the other name for one DMC? Jam He was a pioneer. Oh, that's a pioneer. He was a pillar in Queens. Crazy. You know what I mean? He was a pillar to the hip hop community here in Queens, and he was gunned down. I heard he was producing Nicki Minaj when she was a young girl. He had everybody. Yeah, everybody. 50, 50 Cent. Cent. Yeah. Onyx, Onyx. Everybody, you name it. Come on, yeah. man. Like, you know, it's just, it's just sad, man, that, that our culture that we created way back in the days, man, and park jams to now being so making millions. Go ahead. It's crazy because. I mean, we hear we promoting, of course, yes. Modern Day Slavery. Yes. My film. Yes. Available on um, moderndayslaverymovie.com. Also, okay. Amazon Prime and Tubi, right? Yeah. And I have a screening for people in the New York area. Let's go talk about um, it. I have a movie screening on Saturday, March 7 at the uh, Queens Public Library Central. Oh, that's all my lady did that. 89-11 Merrick Boulevard. Yes. And that's, it's free. It's from uh, 1.30 to 4.30. Yes. We're going to have the red carpet reception. At one thirty, at one thirty, and the showtime gonna start at two. Yeah. Refreshments, you know I mean? right? Refreshments, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, all that. So oh, we're yeah. gonna come out. But <laughs> no cabbies, know, so right? go ahead and check in with that. Come yeah. through if you, you know, yeah. if you're free. Definitely. But so this is the first yeah, part of that. Those. Leave some. Yeah, of those yeah, I mean, I'll leave some. Well, I got some there. I don't know. That's oh, that's, that's cool. Right. That's yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna leave some of those with you. And um, but my next project, well, we in pre-production now, and. Because we on the top of it, let's go. Let's go. Relative, yeah. Uh, But it's called uh, it's called Weaponize, and what Weaponize is, it's a documentary that investigates the hijacking of rap music by major corporations, and is used to keep people of color in a perpetual state of devastation. Let's right? go. And the chapters is it was a meme. It was like a, uh, years ago. It was like an industry insider. They published yeah. this article. They didn't say any names. Yeah. We talking about how all the heads of the music labels at the time was called together. I heard about problem. that. And he's yeah. like, listen, we gonna go basically in a more destructive way. And like they was investing in prisons, like private prisons. Yeah. And basically, it's gonna push the more misogynistic gang, you know, yeah. uh, um, bass and violent type of, of music. And yeah. so. But some people say that was true, it was a conspiracy theory or not, you know. But um, so what we do, we start with that. Yeah. And then a chapter from there, so we gonna we start with that mm-hmm. and we use that as a base to say, all right, so let's look at what happened since then. And we get into the corporate takeover of the rap label. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Then we get into the pop the popularization of gangster rap. Yes. Then the materialistic rap lyrics. The misogynistic and over-sexualized rap lyrics, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Then the exploitation of rap beefs. Yes. Then the death of popular rappers. Come on, man. The list is This is right? on oh. TM- TMZ on repeat right now. Oh, TMZ, for sure. You know, on repeat. Then we get into the, now the hip-hop police presence. Oh. Right? So then, then, then around that time, then you'll see the infiltration of white rappers. Right, right rappers. Yeah, right. Think about that. Yeah. And then... We gonna we, we ended with the last chapter. We be covering the current state of rap music. Where we oh are now? This gosh, drug usage yeah. culture, the lean. Uh, yeah. This is just you know how did it get to? So we yeah. take it from point A to That's you know Z. Man. Let and me so, know. So, how so yeah, now nah, weaponized. Man. So yeah, <laughs> we, we, yeah, yeah, no, that, we go, yeah, we gonna reach out. 
because you got that list, so oh, you had to get some commentary oh, for you, bro. Oh, for sure. Listen, yeah, man, that's you, not a problem. Yeah. That's yeah, not a problem. Because it's real. Yeah. I think this is long overdue. Yeah, exactly. Because you got a lot of documentaries. Yeah. I'm, I'm on, you know, like the and we, history and, and rap, thing is, nobody we, talk about. We it. don't want to talk about it, like I no, mentioned earlier about how we're killing each other, yeah, and yeah. we don't often want to talk about it. But we need we to need talk to. about also this music yeah. and how this music is yeah. is killing you know us, right? killing yeah. us, or yeah. how yeah. drug dealers yeah. are killing us. Right. You know, yeah. you know, drug dealers are killing our community. Oh, for for sure. every bag of crack you sell, it's like right. five hundred people could have got robbed or mugged or whatever the case may be. And the same thing with this rap. Yeah, don't understand the ABCs, but can. Give you the panda oh, beat in yeah. the song and the this and that, uh, you know, in a second. So it's it's yeah, it's, it's, kill, it's real man. and and, I, right. and I'm looking they forward to that they that documentary with, as well. They let a kid with rainbow hair oh, come man. and infiltrate and poison the mind of our kids. Get a whole crew locked up. Tell on six everybody nine, Yeah Takashi yeah, 6 yeah, 9 yeah. And he's about to come yeah, home yeah, He's coming home huh? He's yeah. coming home you know? And he's gonna come out With another yeah. album When he comes <laughs> home With a major, a major <laughs> record yeah. deal yeah. Yeah. With the same lyrics He throwed a whole bunch Of money deal. at him and With yeah. the same lyrics And everything oh, yeah. yeah Yeah he gonna change And he'll be on the Breakfast Club Yeah that's right He gonna go He gonna go All the hours And he gonna clean it up And they gonna accept it They gonna be jumping up And down for him like Nothing happens Like a hero right Yeah Man So look at that bro Nah we all got E man Yo Fellas, again, I appreciate it. Y'all turned this into a great show, man. If y'all didn't show up today, I'd have been solo. Shout out to my man Vegas, man. I forgive you, man. I know coming from coming all the way from from uh, Disney World, you know what I mean? Shout out to Vegas, tough, man. man. But yeah, what I really appreciate it and hearing about what Vegas is doing, taking his family to Disney World, yeah, creating man. those memories. Yes. And that's right. what, you know, fatherhood is about. That's yes. what we're about, you know, really just like elevating the profile of family as a whole, man. Men are a part of the family. Women are a part of the family. Let's yes. let's come together as a community and make those memories together. So Vegas, man, wherever you at, man, really appreciate what you're doing. Yes, man. indeed, right. man. We so again, before we go off air, please, gentlemen, let everybody know where they can find you to support your movement. We got about three minutes left before we get out of here. I want everybody to know where they can find you to support what you guys are doing. All right. So once again, my name is Keston Jones, soon to be Dr. Jones. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I'm here on behalf um, of Edwin Modern Day Slavery. Please check that out. Please yes. um, check out the screening. Yes. But um, you can certainly find me at um, Handsome Jones, H-A-N-D-S-U-M Jones on Instagram. Um, you can also find um, my, my, my page for my nonprofit at the farm NY. Dot org um, Also Voices Check it out on YouTube mm-hmm. Voices Keston Jones K-E-S-T-O-N Check out my page man Please subscribe Like Share We got some powerful um, You know Topics on there as well man Really appreciate you having us No problem Thank you That was Edwin Freeman um, I'm Sir Edwin Freeman All across the board Facebook Twitter And Instagram yeah. um, You can check out Modern Day Slavery Movie.com That's the website Also we are At MDS Movie On Facebook Twitter And Instagram So check in with us You you know what I mean Mm -hmm. And stay in touch Connect with us Yes I'm Brother Ron X Stewart From Coney Island uh, CI Um, I'm proud to be a part Of the Modern Day Slavery uh, uh, Movie And I'm looking forward To everybody uh, Coming out If they can To the Queens uh, Library and uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook at Ronald X. Stewart. That's also, right. I'm a part of the uh, Coney Island Anti-Violence Collaborative. You mm-hmm. can find us. We have a website mm-hmm. and also a uh, Facebook page. 
I'm on also on Instagram. What? So, Talk about yes, it. Yes. Talk Queen, about it. Yes. So check out Modern Day Slavery so we can free ourselves. Yes, Modern indeed. Day Slavery. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you again. No again, I'm Stills the Great. Peace. Bars and Hoops Radio. Thank everybody for listening. Make sure you catch us or www.barsandhoopsradio.com. Download the app and the Android and Apple markets. And yeah, check Contact. us out every Friday and Sunday from 4 to 6. That's our sports show. You know, we talk a lot about everything mm-hmm. going on in the world of sports. Next off. week, we got a special guest coming in. I ain't going to spoil it. I'll ah. tell y'all off the camera. But <laughs> again, thank you for everybody that tuned in today, man. Stills the Great. Bars and Hoops Radio signing off. Seriously, way back. Yeah, since I was giving a shout out to my nephew, oh, Charlie Brayboy. He's seen how it happened. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Peace. Peace. <laughs>